Happy holidays, true believers. Welcome to Four Color Commentary, the continuing saga of four comic nerds and the books they love. Happy holidays. Oh, oh, oh. No, uh, no, no. We've uh, already passed that one. What? That's every day's Halloween. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's how it works. Good work. <laughs> well, now you ruined it because I was going to be like, make a funny voice like I always do. And you I still can. Still my, uh, do the funny voice. No, I'm, I'm Save it for next time. Okay, fine. You're Alan. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. I'm Ryan. None okay. of us sound really happy. It's the holidays. We you just guys. ate a bunch of Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a happy food coma. That. And there's no snow. This is our so holiday seven special. Seven dollars bought me half the menu. You guys, it's our holiday special. It is our Merry holiday Christmas special. Merry Christmas Hanukkah so to you it. all. Merry Christmas Hanukkah to you. Well, Ryan, traditionally at this time of the year, uh, there are no, people. No, no, this still, episode. Oh, well, it's holiday themed. Themed to Santa Claus and uh, yeah, Hanukkah, which will not be represented. And, and mistletoe and pretty girls. Wait, wait, what's <laughs> a different movie that I'm thinking about? Oh, that's a, that okay. sounds like something a serial killer would say as he's painting on murder makeup, like ho, ho, ho's and ha, ha's. And that's actually a line from the Charlie girls. Brown Christmas. Is it really? Yeah, it's something that Lucy says to, not, yeah, Lucy says to Schroeder. Isn't there uh, anyone who knows? What Christmas is all about? Uh, I, That's I'm exactly how that line is delivered. That's pretty good. <laughs> you mean to quote that whole scene? I love that part. There's an SNL episode where they do that, where they where they just wave oh, their hands snow? over the tree and then it's magic, and then they go, "Whoa, whoa, what do we just do, you guys?" Like, how do we make it like that? And they do it like over a car that's all beat up, and it's like a fancy car. <laughs> do you guys actually do anything? I just wave my hands. <laughs> So, nice. welcome to uh, Four Color Commentary. This is your first episode with us, or first issue with us, rather. You are very confused. Um, but uh, we want to say hello, ho, 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 and happy holidays. <laughs> hello. Um, there are a couple ways you can reach out to our show if you do like what we do. Yes. Uh, way number one you can reach out to one. our show do is like through our website. Um, which is fourcolorpodcast.com as a Tumblr website, so you can subscribe to us there. Uh, we also have the ability to subscribe, subscribe to us on iTunes if you'd like. So if you'd like a new episode you could on do that mobile device, you could do it. That's a thing, thing that you can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Can you just do that for every time we do anything? <laughs> like, oh, like watch. So you can subscribe to iTunes. You could also uh, email us if you'd like. You could do that. Uh, <laughs> it's fourcolorpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like, you can also reach out to us on Twitter. You could do that. Uh, at <laughs> at fourcolorpod. You can also reach out to us individually. Right, Alan? That you could do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we like to go around the circle and let you guys know what our Twitter handles are now. So, Alan, what is yours? Uh, I, uh, that's a good question, actually. Uh, <laughs> is it at I, marginally talented? Oh, is it? Okay. Uh, yeah. No, my handle is at marginally talented, which is M R G N L Y talented. Uh, oh, so you don't spell out the whole word. I can't. They won't he's, let you. He's, he's doing the new like hipster thing where they leave out vowels and yes. stuff. <laughs> it's Mer- literally there's a character confinement. Yeah. Marginal. <laughs> Margin. True. What is what is your what is your Twitter handle? It's. Uh, Chupacabra C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A For me, Ian, it's at iRich That's at I-R-I-T-C-H Mine is Ryan Roop R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E <laughs> He's a P-P yeah. I'm um, assuming that everybody knows how to spell talented Because I was the only one that didn't spell it out <laughs> oh, completely right. well, Mine's my name and my last name is very strangely spelled um, you can It does all- look like Rupp <laughs> yes, that's how my you. phone always says it when I'm like Ryan. Ruppy send a text message last name rhymes with poop let's just establish that now and now we're done <laughs> ah, ah, I don't think you need to fuel the fire there buddy um, 
Um, okay, so that's how you can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, we do also the have fire a, rises. We do also have an Instagram page where you can follow us there. It's uh, at Four Color Pod on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. You can give us a thumbs up, and uh, you can also. Um, check out some of our other shows. We're part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. You can check out our shows at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So... Yes, you can. <laughs> before we get into the show, uh, we like to go around the circle and let everybody know who we are if this is your first issue with us. We like to go by the Stanley Marvel Comics philosophy of this could be someone's first issue. This could be your first issue, spider friend. So I uh, let's go around the, the circle and... <laughs> on to When you hear the sound, Excel sling, turn the page. <laughs> um, so we like to go around the circle and, and let you know who we are and what we're about. So we start alphabetically as always with alan alan who are you well first uh i'm alan but i'd like to stay i'm the inventor of you could do that <laughs> <laughs> you may and remember that you could do <laughs> i want to point out that there is a men's health oh, magazine that's been in this, this room for like a month <laughs> from march 2011 yeah and every time i sit here it stares me in the face <laughs> matt damon and uh, i think uh, emily blunt no i think that's true yeah Looking, Looking at you. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. Emily Blunt may be our maybe our Captain Marvel for what I'm hearing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. That's so, a lot of talk. <laughs> so that sounds I'm, like something we'll talk about at the end of the podcast. It's true. Tiny that tiny. is a thing you could do. <laughs> now he's gonna over. So I think I'm out of emphasis you. on this sentence. Um that's, Al, that's Alan's I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm Alan and I like art and things, and I attempt to draw silly cartoons, which you can find on my Tumblr, which is the same as my Twitter. Uh, and uh, so I will talk about art and art direction and panel layout, um, and I will bring silly things like webcomics and manga and try to educate you uncultured swine. Except for Ryan, who is way more cultured than me, so I'm really talking oink, to the other oink, two guys. Oink. Hi, I'm Chewy. Hi, Chewy. Hi, Chewy. I tend to like books that have a lot of blood <laughs> you know, and fighting. Like Christmas. Like Christmas blood. <laughs> I like books. How's that different from different from like regular blood? It's, it it's merrier. It's merrier. It's red and green. Yeah. Oh, the joy in it. It's merrier. Clearly. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> a merry blood. It tastes like <laughs> it tastes like eggnog. <laughs> mm, full of noggy goodness. Mm, blood um, of the innocent. <laughs> wish I had some nog right now. So uh, I'm Chewy. I tend to like books with a lot of blood and or punching and face kicking and skull punching. And I like uh, punching and skull punching. <laughs> You're different. Yeah, punch in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes and, uh, you punch them in the stomach. It's basically true. anything, or if you're reading it, and you're like, "Whoa, that's metal." That, that's that's what I tend to like best. That that's what is best in life. I disagree with Conan. That is what's best in life. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Ian. Hi, um, Ian. Hi. Uh, I like to read uh, mostly comic books that are about uh, superheroes and stuff. That's my favorite type of genre. Um, I'm really a story guy, so I like books that have a really strong story. Uh, sometimes I can forgive artwork that is, is less than desirable for Unless a good story. Unless artwork. Uh, no, yeah, less sounds artwork. Yep. You will never let me forget that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could let it go. I mean... Are we Should. talking about a, <laughs> no. a princess movie right no. now? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, you're acting so cold towards oh him? Oh, my God. <sighs> By the way, he was trying to give me the signal you want, to do you, the thing. You want to get, I, get I out? Want to get the frozen out? Go ahead. Do you want to build a snowman? No. Okay. Go. Okay, bye. Okay, um, bye. So, uh... <laughs> Yes, but Hi. um, I am pretty easy customer, though. I, I usually find something I like in every book that I read. Ah, it's my turn, finally. I can Hi, talk. Ryan. Hi. Great, Ryan. Wait a minute. Moving on. Great. Yeah, <laughs> well, that worked out well. Good Good talk. Christmas. Good time. Uh, Ryan. I like comic books. Uh, comics is art. Comics is literature. Science fiction. Kid stuff. Weird things. The style of art that I tend to like is 
really inky sort of hand done with very flat colors. That's uh, me in a nutshell. Cool. Not going to yep. make that joke. This is me in Dang a it. nutshell. Dang it. Come on. <laughs> oh, come I'm on. in a nutshell. A chestnut shell. Because Christmas. it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. You ever had oh, no, Alan, don't chestnuts? roast me over the I open fire. <laughs> <They> <laughs> Alan, I promise <laughs> I love your art. <laughs> Alan, you could do this. <laughs> we can eat Ian. If, if you've ever... <laughs> If you ever have the opportunity to actually have freshly roasted chestnuts roasted over an open fire, they're fantastic. Issue number at the time they ate Ian. <laughs> so um, anyway, so yeah, that is the four of us. And there are also four sections of our show, which I will tell you about now. Uh, so the first section of our show uh, is called Here's My Issue. Each of us bring an individual comic that we like. We bring it to the group at a time and say, hey, read this because I told you to and it's Christmas, so here's a gift. And so they read it and come back and we talk about it. Um, we also have the second section of our show, First Print, where we read a classic comic run or a graphic novel or a new kind of book that we think you guys should read if you're new to comics uh, and talk about it. We also have our third section, which is the four-color character compendium, where we talk about uh, comic book superheroes, villains, teams, creators, anything of the like uh, that are important to know about, especially if you're new. And lastly, we have Back Matter. Like any good comic book, we end with Back Matter, which is where we read fan mail and where we talk about general comic book news and chatter usually ends up degrading to movie talk. And now we begin with a special holiday edition of Here's My Issue. So... Boys, we talked about bringing holiday-like books for this, as, as holiday as we could. Yeah. Um, and yes. uh, who drew the short straw this time? I believe it was Mr. Allen over there. Alien. 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 Oh, okay. You could. I <laughs> you mean, could've. could. <laughs> I mean, you, you could. You don't have to. Um, so, Alan, why don't you tell us about the book that you brought, your holiday-themed book for, for, for us? So, I lied last time uh, because <laughs> I said that this was in a Marvel digital holiday special in 2008. Turns out it's 2010. Hey. That's, why <laughs> that's a totally oh. different time. Yeah. Christmas surprise. Tell me about it. It was kind of frustrating to figure that out. That's okay. Um, no one listens anyway. So, it's the same <laughs> thing. It's Marvel. So, it's a collection of Marvel holiday stories. Um uh, but it's from 2010, and it's called Merry Freaking Christmas. Uh, it is a Christmas story with Deadpool, uh, yes, written by Fred Van Lent, and artists are Sanford Green and Nathan Messengill, or Messengill. I think it's Messengill. Anyway, okay. um, so it is a uh, short little story. Mistletoe. It's only about 10 pages, but it uh, is about Deadpool, where he drops into Santa's workshop, um, dispatches a bunch of elves, and then attempts to take out the big guy who himself when they apparently have history together. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then my favorite part where he, you know, actually saves him from a attacking Yeti. So this is Deadpool. And I, I mean, <laughs> this is what I really like about Deadpool. And this yeah. is a stupid story that I really enjoyed. So what did you guys think? I had fun reading it. I thought it was great. Deadpool <laughs> yeah, guys, action. You guys go ahead it and love on Deadpool because I know you guys both do. Love. It was very, very silly. It was. Silly. It was. Okay. So compared to the other Deadpool, which I had you guys read. <laughs> That's Ryan's review of Deadpool <laughs> in general. It's very silly. Oh, it's so silly. <laughs> silly. Um, and this is very different, but I, I like the way that they incorporate holiday characters. I really like the Abominable Snowman. I'm glad that he made an appearance. <laughs> yes. I, I, I did appreciate I, I really like the use Santa's, of any sort of Yeti or Sasquatch. I like Santa's candy cane nunchucks yeah those are pretty Let's awesome too yes i agree um also I candy cane nunchucks I, I i love this shot i don't remember what a page is it looks like it's page number four i love that 
that Santa come in with looks like some sort of like Christmas tree ball like 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 mace. Yeah, ball and chain. It has like a ball and chain on it, and it looks like he has a giant axe on his back too. That's yeah, so what's awesome. the deal with the axe? Santa looks tough in this. Santa's a tough boy. He is. I love it how he's like a bearded tough boy. We he does like an uppercut on Deadpool and says ho ho freaking ho yes. ho ho freaking ho. <laughs> I also like the I, Ryan. Did you enjoy the Transformer Nutcracker that was in this book? Yeah, Wait, the, what? Where? It's on page oh, number three. That's, that's Santa's mainframe. Yes, but it's a Transformer-looking Nutcracker. Yeah, oh, it is. It's a Transformer-looking <laughs> Nutcracker. You're right. I think like he chokes out. Was that there off. a Transformer that was really a so, Nutcracker? No. Nutcracker? <laughs> Cracklore. Yeah, probably. Cracklore. Nah, I, I don't know anything about that. Um, was there... There was no, like, setup for this other than there's some sort of pre... No, ...associated no, history between them two. It's just so apparently. a joke. Yeah. It's just like, hey... I'm of course, Deadpool is through Santa. Yeah. 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 Well, at the very, very end, they, they, they explain why he's there, well, but yeah. they don't explain that till the end. We, yeah. we, we Tarantino I, it. And I like that the, 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 the name of the guy that he's doing it for is, what was it? Um, uh, what does it say? It was um, like Rankin Bass or Bankin Rass. Rass like Bankin. Yeah, Rass Bankin. So it's, a, <laughs> so it's a play on the Rankin, Rankin Bass. Bass. They're the, the ones who made those classic claymation Christmas. Oh, really? You know, movies, like Rudolph like, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. Yeah. Year Without a Santa or, Claus. Yeah. Rudolph really and funny. Frosty's Christmas in July. The uh, only feature length one, which, oh man, I should make you watch that. It's awful. It's like two hours long. <laughs> if you've awful. seen Batman and Robin, you've seen about 10 seconds of it. Yes, that was, no, no, that was from <laughs> oh, uh, Year yeah. Without a Santa Claus. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that's, no, that's, um, I'm Mr. White Christmas. There you go. Oh, is it? I'm Mr. Snow. But up, but up. <laughs> yeah, that was all the words to that. Song. I love and Rankin Bass. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I love Rankin Bass because they're so awful, especially Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Because Rudolph is like when he's born, they're like because it's a, like Prancer's baby or something, or like, like freak. Or, no, and Santa's like, oh Prancer, I'm so sorry you have a freak baby. <laughs> like even Santa Claus, he's supposed to be the nicest person ever. Is a like, total quick, let's, let's cover this up. Oh boy, what's wrong? I'm sorry, your your child's different and special. <laughs> you know who else is different and special? Deadpool. He hears That's voices. True. <laughs> That's true. Alan, he's, he's also bright red, like Rudolph's nose. Yeah. Alan, for those of us, uh, for those of us, not for those of us, for those people that may not be as familiar with Deadpool from the billion times that we've talked about Deadpool before. Right. Quick synopsis: voices, head, go. So Deadpool is kind of crazy. He was actually a member of the Weapon X program, uh, but he went a little insane. He has a Just crazy a good healing factor. Uh, but really, something that was brought in in it was after the '90s, so like kind of end of the '90s, early 2000s. They started making him crazier um, in the sense that he actually has internal dialogue, not just like internal narration, but he talks to himself. Yeah. Um, now, in the newer, like uh, in the Daniel Way run, which we read previously, he actually has two separate voices. So you have a three-person, uh, like roundabout kind of dialogue going on just when it's like it's him. I think brains. this one it's just him and one other voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he does have internal kind of one-off dialogue with himself. And he kind of makes himself giggle. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's just an ongoing thing. Since then, they've actually taken it out. Um, I know in the new version, in the uh, the Dugan and Posehn run, mm. instead of him having just internal <laughs> voice, is uh, he has the ghost of Benjamin Franklin yeah. that yeah. follows him around. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just why not? Why not? Well, there's a reason for it's it. It's zany. the first arc. The first arc, he has to kill all the zombie presidents. Um, so Benjamin Franklin never was president. Exactly. That's not why he was there. But okay. Anyways, so that's one saying, of the reasons. Just saying. So I, I like some of these toys, dude. Some of these toys. There's the uh, Monsters of Communism Pez set. That is my favorite. <laughs> that, was, that was what that was what Deadpool wanted for Christmas more yes, than anything. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah, more which he than never anything. Get. 
Dude, I also like the. <laughs> you uh, truly are the king of kings. Uh, <laughs> you're confusing sure someone else. Him, yeah. <laughs> I also like the giant, um, the giant Hulk like stuffed. Uh, you know what? That's animal. funny. That Hulk looks like um, A Babies versus X Babies. Hulk. It does. It does. And there's also Spider Man one in there flying around everywhere. Oh, nice! All these cool little toys. Cool it's like toys. I think the art is pretty cool in this one. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, it is. I really dig the way that uh, that he draws Deadpool, dude. Yeah, it's kind of simplistic. Like he's got this is the skinny Deadpool, not like the nineties yeah. ripped Deadpool. Like when he figure he's just has a healing factor, so he's kind of strong. But like he's the skinny, scrawny, just smart alecky Deadpool, yeah. which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like, like this version of Deadpool. I like That's the fun. part where he comes out of the fireplace shooting guns. <laughs> what about uh, okay? So I did that, and then I did go back and find the the two thousand eight, and I tacked on these two pages at the very end, which is a separate story, oh. just for your guys' enjoyment. I don't know if you read that. Yes, I, I did. did. The, the uh, Santa, Santa Claus, versus the Illuminati. Santa Claus <laughs> with uh, with America's new favorite toy and Thanos's I need to get a girl to like me device called <laughs> the Infinity Gauntlet. Death. So yes. Santa has the Affinity Gauntlet and wants to control everything. <laughs> they should call uh, it I like the, the Iron Man Reindeer. Has, the Iron, Iron Man, Man Reindeer. Reindeer. Those are amazing. Everyone seems to I like, like that they, they comment on it. Call like, it the Infinity Gauntlet. They should call it the Affinity Gauntlet. There's the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the title. The Affinity Gauntlet. The Affinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I like oh, how they... Oh, Gauntlet. So this I is like just like you. a quick little two pages thing. Um, but I love at the very end, like they're, they're like, Tony, nobody really wants to ask this question, but why do you have Iron Man Reindeer just laying around to land a Santa Claus? <laughs> yeah. My favorite is uh, Namor. Yeah. It's in the very, the very bottom. End. I am the king. Of all snowball Everything throwers. Everything that Namor yeah. says in this one so is good. so overwrought. That yes. I must use all my Atlantean might to throw this snowball. <laughs> like, it's so fantastic. Uh, I love Namor, dude. Ah, uh, douchebag Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman's too nice, and he's on the and Namor's on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, so, Alan, you already said where people can get this, though. Uh, yeah, it's digital. Um Good luck finding an actual copy of it. I had a hard time tracking it down. Um, But it is out there, and you just kind of have to deal with Deadpool versus Snowman. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Versus Santa. So anyway, I would read Deadpool versus Snowman. Yeah, dude, an army of snowmen versus Deadpool? Yes. How awesome would that be? And then Deadpool takes off his mask, and it's Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. And Bill Watterson goes berserk. I should (laughs) have. Wow. And Deadpool would have a flamethrower. (laughs) <laughs> yes. yes i should uh, i should mention that santa claus versus the illuminati was written by brian reed and yes. penciled by val semex semikes sure yes. and inks were mark Irwin. cool um so moving away from uh deadpool and his holiday shenanigans on to uh my book for the week also known as more holiday shenanigans more holiday shenanigans uh it is justice league number 60 uh it is written by mark wade jla um, JLA, i'm sorry not justice league jla number 60 uh writer mark wade uh guest pencils by cliff rathburn uh it is a book entitled twas the fight before christmas (laughs) and the basic premise of the story of this book is um plastic man is trying to tell a little boy to go to sleep uh, for Christmas. I feel like it's his nephew or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, and he's trying to tell him a story about how Santa Claus joined the Justice League of America, (laughs) and wackiness ensues. So, guys, tell me what you guys thought of the book. 
I love the fact that Mark uh, Mark Wade wrote this. Yes, because it has like all the ha- hallmarks and yeah. and and, uh, and voice that a Mike Mark Wade book usually has. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. so silly. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Plastic Man is just awesome. I love <laughs> that guy. He's like, I hate the big two, so I'm just gonna write a silly story. <laughs> fund my indie projects that's true hey yeah. Yeah, you need money chewy i thought you might Mark like Wade's this book because of, they're a lot of deep. dc stuff that's true yeah, yeah. but i thought chewy might like this book because like kingdom come right yeah it's true yeah. this the, this i thought you might like this because it has uh the devil in it a it devil, does a demon necron it does yes. his name is necron that is metal. It's like a like a dumb <laughs> name though i mean that's like the go-to <laughs> name metal. you know but it's metal. I'm just no, it's, saying. It's My favorite, not Necron. It's just Neron. Oh, is it Neron? Uh, Neron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That was Necron. Either way, he's it's actually metal. I think a DC character. Very 90s mm-hmm. character. Correct. My favorite part of this. Speaking book of 90s, look at the art. Is where, <laughs> is where Kyle Rayner makes Green Lantern reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle Rayner, the superior Green Lantern. Kyle Rayner. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle oh, Rayner. Kyle Rayner. Yeah. There you go. I really oh. like. I feel like we haven't really read anything that has Plastic Man in it. This no, much. this is the first one. I thought it was. I love Plastic Man because he's he doesn't really fit into the DC universe. I feel like Plastic he's, Man and he's like, like a cartoon character. Yeah. Or like but the Booster, kind of the same they've thing. been working really hard to make more gritty and to he was like central to one of the big DC crossovers in the past several years. That's true. Whereas Plastic Man, every time you bring up Plastic Man in like main DC continuity, they're just sort of like, oh uh, yeah, it's okay. I feel like Plastic Man. Every time you see Plastic Man, Plastic Man is like DC Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, but less killy. But, think, and, and nobody likes. Him. Well, and they also make those jokes with the elongated <laughs> man. Nobody too. likes Deadpool. Yeah. There's always that back and forth about how uh, the elongated yeah. man is better. No, Plastic Man's better. No, they go back and forth, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Now, is Plastic Man originally a Charles? comics character or from a different uh, i don't know if he was originally dc was I he i don't know we'll look into that at some point One on some day. character compendium uh but what did you what else did you guys think of the book what else did you like or not like guys feel? one of my favorite things probably has to be um Oh man, I lost it here. Oh yeah, where he's telling the story and then he's like, "Was Batman there?" Yes, yes. <laughs> the kid yes, loves Batman. Batman. We all love Batman. And my first thought was, "Alan doesn't love Batman." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm "Alan's like, a non-believer." I love, I, I love the part where uh, where Superman is is fighting with the elves. And he's like, yeah, nothing could hurt Superman. Yeah. And the kid's like, well, yes. isn't magic? Isn't Superman hurt by magic? <laughs> and then it's basically the same panel. And then he's like, well, except for magic. And the Superman's going, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah, first he's man. like, ha. I love when Santa Claus puts on these goggles and the go- one, one side of oh, yeah, is sleeping and the other side says awake. Yeah. <laughs> he knows if you're sleeping. He sees if you're sleeping, sleeping. and he knows I if you're awake. It. Okay, I straight up love that page for the way it's laid out. And it's pretty metal. There's there's this like demon thing. Be like, here's a hammer. Do stuff with it. I feel like, I feel like it would be voiced by Willem Dafoe. I'm just saying, this demon would be voiced Willem by Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, the voice of Christmas, <laughs> the sounds, voice of Christmas demons. Twice sounds the night just like the Hobgoblin. Can, can Plastic <laughs> Can Plastic Man be Green Owen Goblin. Wilson? Yes. I feel like Plastic Man could be oh, Owen yeah, Wilson. Sure, yeah, sure. Like yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Except for the magic. No, you don't even know. <laughs> I like working with Wes Anderson and hey, Vince Vaughn. Am I? D- <laughs> Towards <laughs> <laughs> the fight and before dogs. Christmas. Can 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 we start a band called Owen Wilson Phillips? <laughs> Owen Wilson Phillips, Seymour Hoffman. Oh, Boom. Are we cover are band we playing Wheel of Fortune right now? Yeah. Like we just want a before and after. I want to solve the puzzle. <laughs> like yeah. to buy a vowel. Quick, quickly off topic. Have you ever buy a vowel? Have you guys seen that video where those two guys troll Alex? Uh, not Alex Trebek, yes. but uh, Pat Sajak. N- no. They no. troll him like they're literally just going back and forth trying to solve the puzzle and just coming up with increasingly stupid things to uh, say. Okay, I and you. Patrick gets so mad he walks off the set. 
<laughs> hey man, that's all he has. That's, that's amazing. Like, that is an actual video. Go look oh, that up. Anyway, <laughs> guys, I might be dumb for not knowing it, but when he's looking at him with the Santa goggles, um, mm-hmm. where he's talking about like the kid, he's like sing fat fat r- water rat, and he's like sing it, he'll know. He'll know. Start singing or whatever. like. Is that something I should know? No, I think it, maybe it's something that like he got teased about. Maybe. Maybe. I'm guessing I it's have like no idea. What it's that like it, it, it's like when we joked about Ryan's last name, Ryan with poop. I'm sure he probably heard about it for a long time. No, it's true. <laughs> oh, I think I think what it's implying is that it rhymes with like it just basically yeah. rhymes with fat. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't matter what you say, just sing it because you're calling him fat anyway. Yeah. yeah. But uh, see, the kid doesn't know. There's already three people at least singing that behind him. He doesn't right. care. He's got a pop school. He's fat. He's happy. <laughs> if you make that he's, kid, he's he's like Chris Kringle himself. If you make that kid Hispanic and put a mustache on him, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, I'm love like, I, you love ice cream. I don't care. I got ice cream. <laughs> I like I, I like how this demon. Cream? I like how this demon is setting up this kid to squirt his sleeping dad with a water gun. I'm like, that kid's just going to get whooped. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to end with anything except a good old whooping. In the world we live in, that won't happen. He'll just get told he's bad and only get one present. (laughs) In the world that I grew up in, (laughs) now, get punched in the face. Um, like, dude, that kid's going to get the belt. So let me ask you guys this. What did you think about when Santa Claus just started whooping? (laughs) Yeah, he started kicking butt. Well, yeah, I mean, this whole think? thing is just Plastic Man making this making this up as he goes along. No, anyway, Santa Claus's laser vision. Right. Yeah. He also has. A, he can also fly at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or can he? Is the question. Or can he? He also yeah, has heat vision where he writes "Merry Christmas" in the snow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the very end, it turns out opened up himself a can of Whoop Elf. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it says it in the book. I didn't even make up that joke. I, 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 I didn't that. even I missed that too. Oh right man. That is that that might be the title for the show. Opening what up is a can of whoop elf. I think Open this kid is I think this kid is like Guy Gardner spawn. Because <laughs> he he's also a jerk. He's, and he's like, a jerk and he's got the haircut. No, that's dumb. You're wrong about this. Is that. just like this is shrunken guy gardener. Um <laughs> let's let's guy. all address the white elephant in the room though. What do you guys think about the art? Why is that white elephant? Because I I wasn't my favorite because of gift exchange, the white elephant party. That's yes. why. Um, but I think it, it, looked pretty it, good. it wasn't my favorite style of artwork, to be honest. I um, like it. I didn't even know I picked this book. What did you guys? What, what that was very that was very like grotesque. Yeah, it had that kind of. I mean, it was very kind cartoonish. Of, it was very so yeah, kind of fits this and exaggerated. Bit. Yeah. Um, uh, coming from somebody who loves Ren and Stimpy, I find that like weirdly. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't love Ren and yes. Stimpy styled superhero. No, 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 no. But but the more I think about it, Powder the more the more fan. I think about it, if it's like a holiday special, it can be a little bit more cartoony. It can be a little more rank and bassy and weird looking. Like it can be that kind of weird art and Is get it away with it. Insufficiently grim and gritty for you. But well, let's put let's put it this way: if I saw this on a normal comic book that wasn't a Christmas comic book, I'd be like, "What's going on here?" But for this, it works really well. Why does Batman look so? Well, weird? I mean, this looks very like late nineties. Me. Yes, it, it's true. It, it does. does. Yeah, I mean, it's got Kyle Rayner in it for crying out loud. So, I mean, you already know what year it is. Before they brought back your boyfriend <laughs> from being bad. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be it's in got, trouble. It's got long hair, hook handed Aquaman. Which yeah, is there Ryan's you go. Favorite right. No, he's not hook handed. He has a regular hand. He just has a metal hand. No, he's, he's, he's got, got the water hand. hand. He's got a spear hand. Oh, is that the water hand? Does he have the water hand? I don't no, know. he has the check. spear hand. Okay. Was well, it Waterhead New Fifty Two? That's Christmas. So I don't know. He does have definitely spear, spear hand. hand. That's yeah. true. Spear, spear hand. hand. Cool. So, uh, well, guys, uh, that is a JLA number six. I should get a stocking that says "Me, Me, Me." That's true. That that's what I want. Don't you have? No, it just says "Me" one time. This yeah. comic. This comic me will teach time. you to to uh, the power of giving. Well. 
kill demons. So give to every demon yeah. you see. Oh yeah, the way he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I like the way they defeat him. He's like, because yes. he's like, like oh, he's the demon gift. of bargains. Mm-hmm. And so right. he's gonna give him something. Yep, here's a gift. And, <laughs> and you know like, what? Okay, what, what do you want? Nothing. I thought it was, I was confused at first because they're like, oh, the demon of bargains. I'm like, yeah. so he's the. Like he's a big fan of like the clear. He's Black section. Friday. <laughs> he's Black like he Friday. He's Black Friday. This, this whole this whole comic book is an allegory. It's it, it's an illusion, dude. That sounds like such Black an Friday. awesome villain. It's like Black, the like Black the Christmas Friday. villain. Yeah, Black Friday. Black Friday. Dude, let's write a Christmas comic let's book for next it. year, and Cop- the bad guy Cop- is Black Friday. Copyright for commentary. Copyright for commentary. Santa Claus versus Black Friday. Pending, patent, pending, patent, pending. So if there's like a dead turkey, I'm not gonna lie. I like that. I like the fact that because you know what? At the end, I'm gonna say it. I read this book and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's kind of silly. You know, he's just like, well, you don't have to give me anything. He's like, no, you, I, I have to give you something. You've given me something. This, that's how bargains work. It's not about bargains, man. Just, just take the gift. That's it's all it is. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, man. Not your fault. And like, you know, it, <laughs> but I'm like, part of me is like, yes, that is what Christmas is about. Yes. It's not about buying stuff or anything like that. Yeah, I really like it. It was kind of heartwarming. I, I yeah. like that. It was a little it's bit. It's like, you know what? My presence is my present. You know what? So, guys, I'm really glad that the four of us can embrace the holiday spirit and understand why I won't be giving you gifts. <laughs> oh, because we're poor. Oh, um, <laughs> hey, podcasting costs a lot of money. <laughs> Broadcasting ain't cheap. That's true. Um, well, that is JLA number 60. If you guys would like to check it out, it is available digitally. You can get it on uh, Comixology. You could probably probably find it. And if you look in a bargain bin, I bet you'd be able to find this guy because it's a JLA run. Uh, it's pretty, I mean, yeah, you could probably find be it. Better if someone just a lot gave, of comics. I think it would be better if someone just gave it to you, though. Right? Yeah. Why do we have to bargain for it? It's true. Convince the guy at the comic book store to give it to you. So <laughs> we move away from JLA uh, number 60 and onto Ryan's book. Ryan, uh, your book. Tell us about it. So it feels like we're, um, this is also a DC book. This is also sort of a jokey anthology book. Uh, I didn't realize uh, last week when I picked this that it's not technically actually a Christmas book. In my defense, it came out in December 2005. Okay. Uh, okay. I will argue that it is a Christmas book because I really enjoyed this and you gave us all a gift. Aww, a gift that we I <laughs> was unable to good A gift that took a good 25 minutes to yes, get all the way it's through. It's the gift that keeps book. on giving. So in 2005, DC Comics did a series called Solo where they... Got, they talked to an artist and they're like, hey, you can make this book DC Solo and do whatever you want with any of our characters. Have fun. So like Paul Pope did an issue and I like you know, that guy. Uh, a lot of a lot of people. Tim Sale did an issue. And uh, I think uh, I think Brian Azzarello did an mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, this is the did Darwin Mike- Cook do one. Uh, yeah, I believe Darwin Cook did cool. do an issue. Uh, this is these, this is the Mike now. Allred one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, this th- his art looks familiar if you've read uh, Batman sixty six or if you've read we'll talk uh, about Silver Surfer, Silver as well. Surfer, the mm-hmm. new Silver Surfer FF with Matt Fraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the first time that we have read a Mike Allred book that he has written. All the Mike Allred stuff we've looked at at this podcast before has been written by somebody else, but this is Mike Allred writing. And uh, at, you know, mentioning Batman sixty six, that sort of comes mm-hmm. up. So I'm curious to think what you, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought about all of the various DC stories in this book. Well, let's go through them. Um, I well, it starts off with just a couple like like fake covers. It looks like, and then yeah. we jump into a the pinup, hour, yeah. the Hour Man uh, story, which I really enjoy. Which Hour Man has a lot of time on his hands. What's apparently. going on with Hour Man? Is that a thing? Yes, yeah, yeah, he's he golden takes age. A, he takes a he takes a pill called Miraculin, and then that makes Sounds him go like really drugs. fast for an hour. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's speed. It's, it's a little speed. weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally taking speed. 
Oh, uh, he's going through withdrawals, and he's like, "Gotta do something. Gotta do something. Gotta move. Gotta get. Gotta 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 get." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sounded like. I like love the use of the. I do love in this the use of the Max uh, Fleischer uh, Superman uh, cartoons. Yeah, I really enjoyed the use of that. I like. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say I like the art, but I like all of it because it's Mike Allred, and who doesn't? Um, yeah, I, I really Mike like Allred's art's always really good. He should just change his name to Allrad. <laughs> I have some Mike Allred artwork hanging in my not original artwork, but a poster that he Ooh. has done in hanging in my bedroom of Captain America punching his own shield. So do we want to go? I actually have a copy of this. So do we? I mean, I think we should just briefly kind of yeah, go through sure. a lot of these. Sure. Um, the next Syn- one, though. synopsize all these stories. Yeah. So our man takes the pill, and then he like goes crazy finding stuff to do, like digging graves and building construction <laughs> sites, and <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally you know, catching you know, criminals. You know, finally he Christmas. can <laughs> pick the lint out of his belly button and brush his teeth and go. Yeah, to there was true. that thing was like this was really campy and just kind of fun to read. Yeah. Um, and then we Weird, have but then we have Doom Patrol versus Teen Titans, which next. isn't really versus so much as like. The odd well, couple, the, the like party. with superhero teams. I just feel like it was like Mike Allred's like, I'm going to draw as many characters as I can think of. Yeah. Their parties are versus each other, though. That's true. They're like, well, now this party's better. Yeah. Um, then it's a super it party. pretty silly. And then Bruce Wayne shows up towards the end. Yeah, so he does. Uh, then Why can we, are there so many superheroes? I'm going to address the next one. Straight though. up, there's some Batmite in there. So, yeah, nice yeah it's around. true. Um, so this book is all really happy and lighthearted until we get to Batman a go-go. Ryan, you <laughs> snuck this in on me. <laughs> you were like, oh, I'm going to like give him these first two books and he's going to be like, oh, this is pretty cool and then I'm going to slam him with Batman. This is the boom. So much this Batman. is like if they decided like, hey, Frank Miller, can you write the end to Batman 66, please? Right. In the darkest way possible. <laughs> where, you know, Robin starts dating a criminal and gets his ear cut off and then commits suicide. Hey, it turns out it's not his ear. That's they true. That That's true, him. yeah. However, I, they didn't make Robin cut off the ear of the person it did belong yeah, to. His aunt. Well, and this talks a lot about like Batman I figured you might like this song because it talks a lot about Batman's relevance and like especially in the I, world that that was taking place in. The whole thing with Batman and uh, and Riddler talking where he's like, yeah, when he was talking about the dichotomy between himself and villains and like, we want to drag you down with us. It kind of like, I, I, I would use that as support for my earlier argument. Mm-hmm. I, I forget what episode we were talking about it, but I remember mm-hmm. where I was talking about how Batman is the same thing as his villains, yeah. except he's the right way and the villains are the easy way, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And that's basically what Riddler was saying. So yeah. I would like quote that as, as you know, what you call it, uh, fodder yeah. for my argument. Well, I like that they, 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 everybody in this hates on Batman. Like even Chief O'Hara and, uh, and, and uh, Commissioner Gordon are like, uh, there's some riots, race riots going on. Yeah, like, can't play on your giant typewriter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, even gets, Alfred's like, yeah, yeah, you need to get over this. Yeah, yeah, can you stop being like this? Like, you're, you're, there's something wrong with you. And then so much so far, so that Batman lets the Riddler kill himself on accident. Yeah. He literally lets the Riddler die. The Riddler dies. The Riddler dies, and so does Robin. Robin commits suicide the because Riddle he's so has in been love. Solved. Wait, I thought this whole thing ended with him waking up as if. Yeah, it well, it turns uh, out it was all a dream. But it it's, was all a dream. It was all a dream. Yeah, um, but yeah, it kind of gets really dark in there. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Mike!" Well, I thought there's a page in here where where Batman's talking about like, which I thought was a pretty heavy indictment of the way Batman is now in the like dark, you know, '90s and 2000s Batman, where um, you know, 
Gordon told me I need to start mm-hmm. dressing like a you know dark and spooky, put fear into criminals, uh-huh. yeah. like that. So it's very like like sort of in you know commentary. Yeah, yeah, commentary against sort of the Frank Miller style Batman. I and I thought that that was pretty interesting, mm-hmm. especially since since at this point in time nobody had the rights to Batman sixty six, so they didn't have the Batman sixty six comic, and then eventually they got Mike Allred to do it. I feel like. I, I almost want to like sneak this in to Batman 66. I feel like they should figure out a way to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Bonus so, Batman 66 issue. What about the one after this? The what was it? It was oh, called the, the Fourth third, World, World Wager. Wager. Yeah. <laughs> Using all the all the Jack Kirby created uh, Yeah, that was a good characters. just like little joke at the end. And then, I used then, my atomic the, glue gun. Okay. I, okay, first of all, they knock him out. They handcuff him. They knock him out. They put a plastic bag over his head. And then they like <laughs> no, no, super glue a him. A fuel-soaked body bag to wrap it all up. After they put a plastic bag. And they throw him into a volcano. Yes. Well, that's that's that's, that's what that's, friends do. No, that's uh, what's what's that character's name? Miracle Man. Miracle yeah, Man. Miracle Man. He's an escape artist. That's no, I know, but still, that's like let's put a bag over his head. I'm like, what? Well, yeah. He's <laughs> Firstly, it, what's oh, yeah, Orion doing on Apocalypse? You know, <laughs> You know what? You know what I think it's like. It's kind of being like, "Hey, yeah, let's do this." Oh, yeah, cool. And we can we can make, like make a thing that he can escape out of. Yeah, let's do this. this is, and then there's a the one friend who's like, "Yeah," and we could put a bag over his head. <laughs> <laughs> let's put him in a body bag and soak it with fuel. You know, oh man, and we could put his arms around in a back, volcano, and we could put a little blindfold on. That would be really tough to get out of. Blindfold handcuffs. You know what, Mike? <laughs> let's put the let's only put I have the key. Let's put him in a body bag. And soak it in a lighter foot and then throw in a volcano. <laughs> all right there, Jimmy. Let's be straight. All right there, Chewie. You're going a little dark. <laughs> Chewie, why don't, why don't you go get us a couple of soda pops? We'll, we'll, I'll use my we'll, atomic we'll, glue gun. We'll get started on it. You know what I feel <laughs> like this? Chewie's crazy. You know what I feel like these pages are is uh, Mike already going, you know those characters nobody uses? <laughs> Yeah, I don't like them either. Let's move forward. Speaking of characters that they are look like cool, crazy. I want to draw them. What is what is? Yeah, go- two pages is enough. Moving forward, what is going on in that last comic? That last comic is zany as all heck. I like the fact that it has Mad Mod in it personally. Yeah, it's just like is it just like them creating their own comic books and that's the idea behind no, it? No, I like- think what it is is the fact that there's these kids who you know they love comic books and they kind of live in a comic book world without realizing that they live in a comic, comic book, book world. <laughs> you know it's sort of like it's, it's sort of like as a farewell to this uh uh you know hey kids you know you read comic books and you know action happens every day probably without you realizing it. it's right under your nose you know mm-hmm. like uh anything you imagine you can do yeah and then you know it's interesting um and because you got the very very last page you have that whole like them surrounded by superheroes and they're all drawing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, the comic books that you read are <laughs> your like life. How Hawkman is like, all right, we give this guy a cool little hat. Right <laughs> 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 this, that's not a mistake. <laughs> the look on his face is absolutely. That's right, not a mistake. We're just, gonna, we're just we're gonna add some shading in there. We're gonna make that. A, we're not gonna. It's make, called cross hatching. We're gonna call that. We're just gonna make that a happy little tree. Yeah, Hawkman is the, the Bob Ross are, of the DC universe. <laughs> those mistakes are trees now. They're just little trees. Happy little trees, guys. Happy little the trees. Bob Ross of the, the Wonder DC Girl's just like, oh god, closing her eyes. <laughs> who the who the heck is Sugoi man there back in the bandages? Like he has this like He's from the Doom Patrol. Yeah, he is. He's okay. a Doom Patrol guy. Yeah, Doomy. Like, they call him. His name is no, Doomy. Made that up. No. Okay, <laughs> he, he lights on fire, doesn't he? 
No, that's the Human Torch. Yeah, but he, this guy also different. lights on fire. I don't know anything about the new. You're the one who said on. you were going to read all of it. I have so. not had a chance yet, but I know he lights and on also, fire. And also, is that I watched, super? I watched, I watched Batman: Brave and the Bold. Did you? Yes. There's an episode of the Doom Patrol. Guys, uh, I really yeah, liked yeah. how Bizarro is at the beginning. Superman. Yeah, yeah. And there's yes. also Bizarro Allred. Bizarro. We didn't talk about that. No, we didn't. That's true. Me hate you all. Me, I'm confused. Me and Bizarro. So Goodbye. this one was really interesting. Hello. It was, it was a silly collection. <laughs> Lots of words. Yes. yes. All Red is a wordy writer. Yes, he, he is. is. He is. Uh, one day I'm going to bring Madman, which is his original series, oh, yes. uh, cool. which is sort of very philosophically deep, uh, yeah. which sounds strange, but uh, cool. it's it's really good. But I thought, I man, I love this book. This is one of my favorites because uh, I just love like his take on the DC oh, universe. Wildcats there. Yeah, Wildcats there. Wow, okay. Face. Yeah. Uh, so I just thought you guys would like it. Cool. So, Ryan, where can people check this out? Uh, you can get these. Um, uh, it's in print. It's probably sort of tough to find. Don't it's, they make a big book of all of them? Yeah, there is a collected book. Ryan, Halloween's over. I'm sorry. I said there's a collected book of DC Solo. Uh, you can get them on digital as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a, And if there's an artist that you think might be cool, like especially I think, Chewie, you should definitely check out the Paul Pope one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's with the, the dead, cover. with the Dead Man cover? No, no, the cover. No, that's the Tim Sale one. That's the Tim Sale one. Yeah, that's the right. Paul Pope one is the cover is Paul Pope in a in a combination spacesuit and bear suit. I like Paul Pope <laughs> on the cover. I like Paul. That's Pope. pretty outstanding. Yes. Space awesome. bear. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's he's got the the helmet slash bear head under his arm. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, All you right. should. So, but not too soon, Chewy, because we need to move on to your book uh, this this week. So, what did you bring for Chewy, the holiday special, Chewy? Yeah. What did, did you, you bring? bring? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your book. <clears throat> Well, attempt to tell us about your book, Chewy. I know what happened. I read it. Okay. I followed it. So my book is called Wraith. Uh, Welcome to Christmas land. Um, It is uh, one of five issue one of five. Um, It is written uh, by the creator and writer of Lock and Key, uh, created by Joe Hill, and yeah. the art yeah. is by Charles Paul Wilson the Third. So Joe Hill, what else is he well known for being? I think uh, he's got his. Um, I don't know. I think his he might his dad have some... an inclination to horror yeah. for some reason. I. May, I feel his like dad Stephen King. His, no, okay. <laughs> his dad is Stephen King, which I think would explain the, the, the a lot. There's a lot of words in this book. Yes, <laughs> so many words. A lot so of words. words. Let, let's get this out of the way, guys. Talk about words. There's a lot of words in this book. I will tell you. Not that yeah. for for me, it feels like he wrote a book and they transcribed it into a comic. That's the thing. Is this book? So we talk about show versus tell. Yes. There's no, no show in this book. In this book, yeah. this every single panel is just a face talking. Or it is a representation of the eight word panels that accompany every picture panel. Uh, it's a lot of words. There's a lot of words. Also, Chewy. And a lot of narration. I, I, Chewy. Let's talk about the few pictures, though. However, <laughs> where Deathmatch had a lot of words but didn't really deliver at all, I kind of liked how messed up this got. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a little, I need okay. a little darkness in my Christmas. All right, here's the I thing. I do. Okay. I have a thing to say. Say a thing. Uh, Number one, Chewy. This yes. is the most metal thing you've ever brought. <laughs> Christmas. You have, you have out-metaled yourself. <laughs> Merry Bloodmas, everyone. That, that being said, 
that's my limit right there. (laughs) That is my line. I got six pages in, no joke, and had to kind of just skim the rest. Uh, You missed out, man. It got good towards the end. I'm sure. Absolutely. Brother, Did I miss was, like some part? There was there was some things that were said that could be arguably there are that are offensive. Uh, I will tell you that, and offensive not in the obvious way of like somebody using a foul language or a slur, but saying some things about you know hitting people. And yeah, I just that's I'm, women, I'm like women specifically attitude towards women, but but I mean, I'm, but but that once again, I just go listen. That's the character. It's a character yeah, that's don't made think up. Joe Hill it's is not like, a real person. It's pretty a, sure it's this guy. It's necessary for this scary book that he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> which he feels is good. Honestly, Chewie, I, I, I will probably, be, I'll, I'll be the guy to lie. I, I liked what I read. Um, I, I, it was a lot of reading, so I would have cut down some of the dialogue myself. But that being said, um, I don't think it was the worst book that we've read. I, I think it's, um, it's, it's not hot. <laughs> it's I don't, not. I don't think it was bad. It was just, it's like it's too much, you know. When it, you don't you get to the point where you just like, nope, I'm done. Like that's that's the line. <laughs> See, I like I, that's. That was me. This this book. Right I like that it got messed up towards the end. I like that like all of a sudden his kids started turning into like demon vampires. Yeah, and like I, he had a, he had a really messed. See, I like see, but once again, I like grim and gritty too. So, so here's here's where you kind of I'm because they're just oh man it's messed up. So basically, what it is, there's this guy mm-hmm. and he's driving a fancy car. And he looks all like messed up and kind of demonish and grotesque and stuff like that. And then he goes into telling you his life story. Yes. How he came to be where he's at right now. Yes. Um, he's got a little girl in the back and he's just like, oh, don't you worry. Stop crying. We're going to get to the best place in the world. Christmas land. Um, so he tells his uh, story. And basically, as a young boy, he was raised by a single mother who was a working woman uh, of the night. Uh, and he had to live in that household where apparently there wasn't a lot of privacy. So he saw a lot of things that should he should not have seen. Um, he was forced to sleep sometimes in the mortuary yes. uh, in a coffin next to a dead body while he read happily as a child. He would go out, uh, you know, just like sledding like a child. He's trying to be a child. He's, he's just yeah. a little child. He is. You know, and he sometimes needs to escape. Bad things happen. And <laughs> a bad lot things of happen. adult situations happen. A lot happen. of bad he's... things happen. And he, he, <laughs> Ryan doesn't like adult there's, situations. There's murder. There's, I don't, there's a part. the ones in this book. So Chewy, this is your there's, kid, there's is this your kid's book that I challenge you to bring? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot a of children in it. There's a part where he's sledding in the snow and there's a man and a man is saying things about his mom and then basically says, Hey, you're your mom's son. You do the same things your mom does. Uh, Yeah. And as a result, he needs to escape. And when he escapes, he seems to go into, uh, some trance or he brings a fantasy to life yeah. where snowmen come to life and rip and kill and sever heads. There's literally a severed head here. Um, he basically uses the darkness of Christmas. He uses the darkness of Christmas to protect himself. That's true. Eventually he tries to grow up and have a nice life and he has a wife and everything. Oh man, you know, there you go. And they, let's start a farm let's start a family and that starts failing and then and then the the lady that he married who he was so in love with and they were perfect together she uh apparently was not very happy and she would criticize him a lot so he felt like he could never do right he wanted to do right by his family do right by his children right so what does he do well what would you do you take your kids to disneyland right 
Well, there's no Disneyland, so there's Christmas Land. Not even take your kids to Disneyland. You'd buy stock he in, buys in stock Disneyland. Right. He's like, it's like if Walt Disney. Like, well, hey, it's I like got- if Walt Disney was like, hey, I have this theme park. Yeah. thousands of miles away that you've yeah. never seen and you've never heard of me before. Yeah. Give me $10,000 and then but you this was go. also back when people were trustworthy. Yeah. Well, I'm a Kenyan prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give me money. I promise when you I get out of here. Money, I'll give you the keys to the house. Um, so he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make it all right. This, this is a big business opportunity. Oh, Gil's going to strike out. He's, he's yeah. Gonna all this one. Oh, you got to help old Gil out. Gil's not going to strike out with this, this one. This gentleman was also so selling music him. lessons. She, she, <laughs> she's not happy. She's like, Nobody? he's wasting money. 76 strong bones. <laughs> he's Shaboopy. wasting money Shaboopy. on yeah. Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, he's like, no, man, my kids, they're happy. That's all that matters, man, the kids. I love my kids. So he made a, an ill-advised <laughs> like, Why does he sound like Slick Willie? <laughs> no, <I don't> know. <laughs> my kids so, are my first priority. They end up showing up, and there is no Christmas land. It's an empty <gasps> lot. Well, He got swindled by Walt Disney. Not only did that, but he Before bought that a fancy his, car his to get have, there. have killed his wife by, turning, by into, like, like, turning into monsters and eating her. Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly. See, that did happen. See, that's how normal that stuff is. And then is he to drives me. into, a, and then he drives into a wall. She, pull, she pulls her tooth out. She has a she has a hand. She has hands full of her teeth, and she's like, "I'm gonna be rich when I get to Christmas land." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All them teeth. Oh man! And they get it's there. It turns into a horror movie. There's some lumberjack. Slowly. And he's like, that's the point. Uh, uh, that, yeah, not until then. Oh, God. The lumberjack is like, "Hey, like, uh, yeah, that guy stole your money. Sorry about that, bro." Well, but, have a good day. And then he gets run Please over. Please don't hit me with your car. Kills, kills like lumberjack. you did that bunny in the beginning. Yeah, he ran over a bunny. In he the is beginning. like Easter. It's <laughs> very clear. It's Christmas is pro Christmas. It's like Easter. Easter. He likes the and then he drives into a wall and ends up at Christmas Land. Dude, yeah, man, yeah, let's, let's talk children. about Christmas Land right here. Christmas Land looks you, awesome. Season. I want to go there. Would you go to Christmas Land? Heck yeah, I would. Not if I had to endure the things that he does. No, well, no, just I, you know, I mean, I wouldn't murder people. Like you know the 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 weird like you know things. It's, <laughs> it's like if someone's like, "Hey, Nightmare Before Christmas was really cool, but." I feel like it should be scarier. It should actually be a nightmare. Uh, a real nightmare before Christmas. That's what it is. <laughs> Anyways. So Chewie's Raise your hand if you thought the world needed that. <laughs> no, of course Chewie has his hand up. <laughs> yeah, all right. Chewie, let me ask you this. Is this like a spinoff of a regular series, or is this made specifically for this? Honestly, I don't know. I would. It seems like it's a specific series for yeah. this. Yeah. That's what I it looks so. like to me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so being that I'm the only one that liked the book and everyone <laughs> else here hated it. I liked hey, Joe it. Hill, what's up? I liked it. I liked I I think they work together. Here's my, my critique for Joe Hill. I think that the book the story is is scary. It's weird and dark, which I like, but there's just a lot of dialogue. If we can cut that dialogue down. Well, a it's bit. not the dialogue, it's the narration. Yeah, it's just yeah, a lot of well, endless I mean, boxes of purple narration. I don't even know if it's that, but like I said, some things you may be able to get away with, like I said, do the show don't tell thing. Yeah. Um yeah. It, it it clearly was written to be a narrative. Mm-hmm. Um and, and it's supposed not, to be a guy monologuing the whole time, but it's right. Just like, and it's like oh, so much talk. In a comic book, it's just different. A comic book is not yeah. a novel. And you know, try it once, see if it works. If it doesn't, you try to get better over time. That's yeah. just how it works. Um, we are professional nerds. 
and you know and think that we have correct opinions so i mean the best thing we can do is if you go, like well sc- if you like scary stuff and you like to read and you know somebody maybe likes to read horror stuff um i hate to hate to throw his dad's name in there but if you like weird stephen king stuff and you they like reading and you're like maybe i, I want to give him a comic book just to kind of like wet their whistle let's get, let them try yeah. a yeah. comic book it, um, okay. i would say this might be a good one to give out guys, i would say. I have a question for you yeah yeah I'm going to challenge you guys. What's your favorite panel in this book? Um, uh, you already said it, Christmas Land. <laughs> That's my favorite the, the panel. Splash page. Yeah, that Christmas giant splash, splash page of Christmas Land. Uh, followed probably shortly thereafter with the little girl like biting her mother's like neck, <laughs> neck shoulder. <laughs> I, I, I neck found shoulder. that scene like grossly kind of fascinating. Um, <laughs> I, like the, I like the sort of dark driving into the mountains. Yeah. Panel. Also, the snowman. I like yeah. the snowman. The attacking snowman oh, yeah. made, was yeah. pretty cool. Attacking snowman seemed very much like a Doctor Who villain. Yes, <laughs> did, he does. Dude. Oh, you yeah. know, because there was a Doctor Who villain. Was, was there? Was there? The yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was uh it was want, last. It was two uh, years ago. Two years ago. Two Christmas episode. Uh, two years yes. ago. Yeah. Believe That's it right. or not, my favorite panel is not one soaked in blood. <gasps> my favorite panel is the, probably the most heartfelt and terrifying panel of them all. It's the one where he has his kid's drawing of himself. Oh, uh, yeah. Where he's wearing the little Santa hat, but he still has like sharp teeth and stuff like <laughs> oh, that. Those are our new teeth. He yeah. asks the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, I thought that was cool because it was very metal and weird and scary. And I liked it. Anyways. Not a bad book by any means, but for me, no. that's the line right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I agree with with Alan. It just sort of like got to the point where I was just like, uh, I'm okay, no more. I like horror movies, so it's I like scary. Yeah, well, yeah I'm really not surprised. I don't. It kind of bums me out because I've been hearing a lot of really good things about Lock and Key, and I have a copy of that that I've been meaning to read. And now I'm like, really? Well, maybe like, maybe it's a different maybe it's a different thing. Maybe it's better. Give it a shot. We'll find yeah, one day. Notice the license plate. Yeah, Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. that's fine. That's cute. So, Chu, where can people pick this up? Uh, you can pick it up in print. I've seen it. Uh, that's how I found out about it at my local comic book shop. The fat. Um, also, you can get it uh, digitally. It's an IDW book. So, there's that. IDW Publishing. Go get it. Scare yourself. Cool. Show it to your children. Be like, he's going to take you away in his car if you're not good. It's the closest <laughs> thing that a Krampus we have. That's true. That is very true. Um, So moving out of uh, Here's My Issue, that ends our holiday Here's My Issue, and moving into uh, First Prince, where we are going to be Prince. finishing up DC's The New Frontier. So when we last left our heroes, they were going to go to <laughs> Hal Jordan wanted to go to Mars. <laughs> How'd that turn out for everybody trying to go to Mars? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, yeah, <laughs> not so hot from what I from what I understand. Um, so let's kind of just let's let's walk through it um, like we did last time. I kind of I kind of like the way we kind of walk through it a little bit. So um, once again, art by Dar- art, gorgeous, still gorgeous, still great. Um, but it starts off with uh, it looks like they're trying to kind of put down the superheroes again. A little yeah, bit. they're kind of incredibles-ing yeah. the superheroes. They really want to cram all those like lesser known heroes into the. Into the rest of that book. That's true. Yeah, to a certain extent. But then what we find out, we find out that um, uh, John Henry uh, actually gets that. That part was really messed up to me. Uh, yeah. Where I find out about John Henry, uh, where he gets, uh, where he gets basically, I don't know what happens. Do they put? Does somebody push him through a wall, or does he fall through a wall? Um, John Henry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was implied. No, it wasn't even implied. It and was he, straight up stated. And right? then he, well, I don't know if they said. And I saw him behind a wall, and then he was, then he kind of fell down. Yeah. And I don't know if he yeah. fell through the wall or something. No, or no, no. He was him. running. He was shot. He was okay. They shot. They him. They were chasing him. They, they chasing shot him, him and him. he says, uh, you "I know. know I hit him." 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then he falls down. He sees this little. Wish we had him. I won't. I won't. I won't use the term that was used in the book. But he sees this little white girl, and he's like, "Come on, help me, please." And she's like, "Look, the inappropriate word is over here." I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, she just sells him out. Oh my yeah. god! That yeah. was. I was like, "This is you know heart for kids." Heart-wrenching. <laughs> it's heart-wrenching. For kids. It really is. My friends. My friends. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it starts off with uh, Hal Jordan apparently is messed, not doing so good at, at being at being. Uh, a, a space pilot. <laughs> they don't want him to be in yeah. there. Yeah, that's for sure. Seven issues. I thought this. Uh, wait, are we starting on the right one? No, yeah. we start. We start with Flash, sort of. Yeah, being we talked about that. by the police. We talked about that. I just said we, that. I said they were tra- they were going after the superheroes again. They're going after the Flash. Oh, okay, that's right. where we skipped yeah. the one. We skipped talking about Flash. Though. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I mentioned yeah. it briefly, but nobody jumped on it. <laughs> so yes, yes, he uh, was caught by the police, and they were trying to trying to take him and capture him for the government reasons and then we got um john johns mm-hmm. who is uh, uh now like a full-fledged cop yeah, he's a detective yeah. and he's uh you know giving people because he's got those those sweet mind reading powers mm-hmm. where he's uh telling if people are lying or not in right. interrogations and we cut back to hal who um is um <clears throat> who is uh, basically getting kicked off of the space program for being a hot dog for being a hot for being for 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 what alan would think would be being the best guy ever he's too good for it what it turns out is he's no what he's doing is he's realizing his full potential and other people just cannot handle how good he is. that's what i call that he's he's keeping it too real you guys Um, and then we learned about uh, the fate of uh, Wonder Woman of John Hurt, and then Wonder Woman too. Wonder Woman leaves America uh, because of her basically her to go back thoughts. to the best island <laughs> ever that you <laughs> <laughs> that you are never allowed to visit. No, <laughs> the best but, Superman. Hey, you know what? Maybe ever. maybe if you're real good and you believe real hard this Christmas, <laughs> Superman will fly you over it. <laughs> As close as he can get. <laughs> this island looks fantastic, you guys. <laughs> you may not set foot, though. Alan loves, right. a- 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 Alan loves tall Amazonian women. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't have to be tall. I like the short ones, too. <laughs> she's, she's reading books, eating fruits, drinking wine, just being like, ah, this is, the, this is life. Fantasy island. <laughs> <laughs> the plane cannot land here. It also is invisible. But I love that conversation <laughs> that he has with, with Diana there where she says, you know, Cal, your real power lies not in your strength, but in your values and, and compassionate spirit. This, this is what America needs now, not another administration. So, like, I, I like that. That's she, right. she's recognizing what is important about Superman. Mm. That it's not that he can do everything; it's what he represents and what he stands for. This is very similar to the same discussion they had in Red Sun. Yes, it yeah. is. Like, this is the same conversation in a different context. Only the art in this is is much much more pretty to look at <laughs> i don't know if that's necessarily true this is just different kind but i i still continue to love the art in this book oh, like it looks man, very bruce tim uh-huh. but still it, it's oh, pretty yeah. awesome it's i so love fantastic. darwin cook's art i love it so much also flash getting on the tv uh, flash going on the tv is great yeah. um and then he, the good night and good luck i love how they just reappropriate different historical things in a different way this kind of slightly mm-hmm. screw right. it then um, you have john john's whole uh handing off to batman Mm-hmm. Uh, and handing off all the information about the center i love that too and i love that they bring this back at the end that adam strange is in arkham right yeah that's so awesome in a he's like jacket, crazy yeah. in a straight jacket mm-hmm. and then uh you have them actually taking off to mars and how's that go uh well how just Doesn't. kicked off the mission <laughs> yes so he's well, like and then all of a sudden oh martian manhunter tries to catch a ride home and gets uh he, he ends up saving faraday 
Yeah. Instead of getting on the plane. Right. Or getting on the rocket. And I love, okay, coming up here is probably one of my favorite panels, at least in this issue. It's just my favorite page. So the rocket starts breaking up in, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, when they're in space. And so the challenge of the unknown are like, don't worry, we'll go save them. And they're like, no, 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 you can't do that because there's basically missiles on board this Three rocket. Three kinds of missiles. Yeah, yeah. That will destroy all of Mars. Three kinds of cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they basically, are, are, they're doing that just in case, you know, the Martians were hostile. They didn't want to, yeah. you know, do anything. Obviously, they don't know that Martians are all dead. Um, like, call Superman. Superman's fighting a robot in Tokyo. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But my favorite, and then so they, they're trying to, so the Challenge of the Unknown are trying to save them, um, but it turns out that, they, that they're not going to be able to. Um, my, this page right here, though, I believe it's page number 59 in this issue, is my favorite. That, to me, is just gorgeous. And then the followed, oh, by, yeah. followed by the next page, which is even, like, like the, those two, if I could own those and put them side by side, like, that's right. beautiful to me. Like, These, that is just yeah, amazingly well It was done. also very heartbreaking to see it that happen. It is, dude. I got, I got emotional, because it's just like, because Rick Flagg and... and um, Karen, and, uh, Karen, yeah. they were they were based. They're they're going to have to detonate the bombs so they don't basically crash in the earth and kill everybody. So they detonate them together. They kiss and they they hit the button. And, and then the next panel is Superman holding the, the two challenges of the unknown as he flies away. As this huge explosion happens right above the Earth's surface, it is yeah. outstandingly beautiful looking. And then like, you know what was interesting about that whole sequence is Superman does not prevent it. Yeah. No. He wasn't able to. He, he, he yeah. can't do everything. He can't. And that's weird because that's ju- that's generally not what happens. Superman usually comes in in the nick of time and like yeah. would, and would rip the, you know, rip the detonator out of their hands and take the things deeper into space where it explodes. Yeah. But that didn't happen here. He barely no. got those other two guys out. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's interesting because I, I think that's generally a, not how that works. It shows a lot about Superman. It shows that this is that, a different kind of Superman. It's here. true. It is. It's true. So I like your grandpappy Superman. I like this. Well, it is. Superman. It that's is. the point. I think it is sort of the older uh, Justice Society Superman. Do you think yeah. your grandkids Superman? Yes. I mean, it's yeah. Superman idealized, but yes. the same okay. electric blue Superman. So they saying. have <laughs> even in this universe, they have cartoon Superman basically yeah, right they do so they have the I've idealized superman <laughs> but it's weird because in the same universe they have the non-ideal uh, idealized superman who gets beat up a lot you know who you're yeah, saying a lot does. like huh. Grant morrison <laughs> there's two supermen and one superman so is so then the next thing that happens is we get green lantern's origin story yes yeah. we do. yes <laughs> sorry ian was telling me earlier you were saying that you think this is uh, i think this is the best green lantern story ever written if you want my last opinion, based on the Green Lantern I've read, which is not very much, I would say this is the book. I, I challenged Alan to find a Green Lantern book that I like, and I think you can't meet that after this. I, this it's is going like to be perfect. Tough. This, the thing is this, because they give you so much hell. They do. And well, like in a good way. And you you understand him more. And You, you have to. Yeah. There's a beautiful moment in this that- You guys it, are having such a moment right now. It is. Uh, well, we're not there yet, but I'll tell you the moment because, that I loved when I get to because it. Because Alan realized, like at this point, it switches. There's not really any more Batman in this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ian still really liked it. I did. Bat- well, Batman, there's one little cutesy moment with Batman, but that's it. Yeah. Batman doesn't even show up to the final fight. He's not I even know. there. It, of course, in the animated movie, he does. But but in this version, he, he doesn't. Because he got to because it's Batman. Because it's Batman. Everyone loves Batman. Well, it's because they, they cut out a lot of the Blackhawks, the Challenge of the Unknown. Yeah, they do. They cut out a lot of stuff. Okay, uh, so in this book, you get Hal the Person, you get Hal the Pilot, you get Hal the Playboy, and you get Hal the Lantern. So much Hal. And so you go through the phases. like So much Hal, you don't even know what to do with it. You realize. <laughs> and also, you get, you get, uh, you get the like, Hal. Like, there's only really expressed Hal's um, 
I'm sorry. Nobody wants to listen to this. Anyway, the no, point keep going. No, keep going. No, keep going. No, <laughs> That's why I didn't make my joke because I wanted keep, keep to I'm going. Listen. Go, go. And this is your you, chance. You get, you get Hal who is, you get scared Hal is what it is. You get yeah, Hal you who's afraid to use the ring. He has all this power. It, normally when you look at Hal and you go, he's the dude who you know, goes after all the women and he flies all the fast planes and he's like, I'm the dude that can do anything. He's the dude that Let's Alan go wants again. to be. That's <laughs> definitely true because I'm a huge person. How do we not do this? Helen. That's what we went. How have we not got there? Yes. How oh, have wow. we not got there? Oh, um, and I so, really like the page, oh, the splash it, pages with with Hal flying for yes. the first time. But you and you get to the point where where <laughs> Hal is too. legitimately afraid of his own power for the most part. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I I now have this power, but I'm afraid to use it. And that's something you don't see throughout the whole book. And it gives you this kind of insight about this guy who's trying really really hard to like do what he thinks is right, but also at the same time uh forget the fact that he's just scared a lot yeah um and the fact that a a superpower who is oh god where they talk about the different kinds of courage yes at uh-huh. some point where it's like yeah. it's not just not being scared it's the courage to stand up for what's right and it's the yeah. courage to do this and the courage to do that and they're all the same thing yes yeah. but different tearing kinds. up over here so yeah, and it, honestly, that's one of the things I really like about this book. So this book made me tear up multiple times, and it had nothing to do with Batman. Are you impressed by that? On <laughs> <laughs> page, anyway. Yeah, Jeez. awesome. I know, Jesus, right? This page. Oh, right wait till here. we get to issue three, where it's just Kirby Crackle on every page. Oh, it is a lot of Kirby Crackle. <laughs> no, but this, yeah, what is it? Page ten yeah. of number five of yeah. a New Frontier, number five, where mm-hmm. he's just holding the ring above his head, and he he's shielding his eyes with the. Oh God, it's just beautiful, man. As we mentioned many times before mm-hmm. darwin cook come on man <laughs> and then come we have on, a little we, we have a little exchange with superman and batman with robin being all happy and snappy yeah he's like, he's like jump so around. Uh, what's with the costume change like I'm, I'm here to scare criminals not children and uh the boy well, i love that too i like that too uh he goes i'm out to i'm set out to scare criminals not children as for the boy well i guess we're just two lost souls who found each other how su- that's kind of sweet dude even for a person who doesn't look like creepy, batman man. but but it's 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 sweet man it's <laughs> like well and this is eyebrows batman this is 66 batman yeah too. it is yeah clearly it's brasman <laughs> brasman <laughs> bat, bat brasman but but i like that i think that's a sweet sentiment like we're just two lost souls who happen to find each I other i just love the, like, fact, the fact that like robin is literally jumping that, like, around <laughs> he, he, he's dressing this way because he's found someone who also has the same kind of situation that he is and he, he's not alone anymore right that's like true. that's kind of sweet Yep. Like in, in, in its own its own way, but that's that's honestly though, it didn't get teared up at that moment. Not the moment I got teared up at. Um, and well, by the way, the uh, so the, they have the Martian Manhunter, they have John Johns in in captivity, right? And um, but now he because he saved Faraday mm-hmm. from getting Faraday's like they're bros, maybe we friend, can, they're friends. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can work things out so they're playing chess. And so there's this giant pterodactyl shows up. Pterodactyl awesome. shows up. <laughs> yeah, a giant pterodactyl shows up. This thing is sweet. And Superman, Superman makes quick work of him. Um, but this, but and then then we see Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman. honestly, I did not expect to see Aquaman in this I'm book. I'm stoked we saw Aquaman in this book. I was kind of like, well, to. I guess that's okay. Yeah. Oh, he, well, on. I mean, he wasn't necessary, but also I guess he doesn't take away yeah. anything. And Although then, bloodied Wonder Woman. Oh, in her yeah. I was going to say, like, how, ter- oh, how, how terrifying is that? Like, it's not drawn in a scary way, but just like, oh, man, like, oh, crap. What if went down? Um, and then yeah, you, just that picture of her, like, hovering in the air oh, with, yeah. like, a pool of blood around And her. then they show you that awesome black and white splash page that uh, I'm assuming is that Lois Lane who's, who's getting the footage of that? But it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it is this, uh, of the center. We finally see the center. It's this giant floating island of death. Do you, okay. Thing. So, I, because earlier on before the, the Batman yeah. thing, you, you had, um, 
uh, who was it? Was I think it was Batman who was actually reading? No, it was Clark Kent. Oh, it was Clark Kent who was yeah. reading the journal and everything. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, is it Clark who was doing that? I thought it was Batman no, because no, no, he was showing he, the mic. He looked at the microfilm, right? He, it's it's Clark Kent looking it's at the Clark microfilm because because there's an envelope right next to him that says Clark Kent, your Daily Planet, care of Clark Kent or Clark Kent. Yeah, care of okay. Daily Planet. But uh, yeah. It's, so I know it's cute because he's using his like vision to look at the microfilm, right? Without needing anything. So it's the look. story of the center, and I got really confused at that point. But uh, I get it. Once once you actually see what it is, like okay, I think I get it now. It's 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 like a big, like before time, like sentient being yeah. kind of progenitor. Yeah, yeah. It sort remind of. me of a lot of something you would see in Magic: The Gathering. Mm-hmm. Like it's exactly <laughs> this is the kind of thing you would see. And then we get to the moment that made me tear up first, Aww. which is with Iris and Barry. With Iris and Barry, it's just because I. I love the fact because he's basically going to tell her, "Hey, I'm the Flash, and I quit being the Flash because I, I did it for you. I, I love you, and I don't want you to be with a criminal." And her response is, "You don't have to hide from me, Barry Allen. You can't hide from your, yourself. You've been blessed with the ability, and you want to use it to help people." God, I love you so true. I, I, and then they just start hugging. He says, "You go down there, baby. You show them what I already know. You're no quitter. You're my hero." Oh, like, goosebumps. Do you ever know that you're my I start. I'm like, hero. honestly, if a woman said that to me. I would marry her right there on the spot. <laughs> He's like, listen, I know you like doing those podcasts. So you go over there and you pod like hell. I'm like, yeah, I love the heck out of you. Let's go get snacks. I love the team's response. I love the heck out of you. Let's go get snacks. And by snacks, I mean pizza and tacos. Yep. You know. <laughs> pizza and t- How about you get a taco pizza? You know, you can get a Mexican uh, pizza. Middle. That's not the taco same. Bell. You can. Um, but that was moment one that made me kind of like get teared up. And I, I, I literally was can reading we, it. And I was like, yeah, Barry, you go. You can we talk crazy. about the next scene uh, with uh, I Bar- love Faraday Martian, Martian, Martian Manhunter? Man like, yes. Bright green superhero Martian Manhunter. Pulp Fiction yes. Manhunter. <laughs> so great. I love that look. It's just Dude, so Dude, I totally cheesy. expect this last panel right here. Like I expect uh, uh, the theme from Pulp Fiction, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the one with like the surf guitar. Yeah. How does that yeah. go? Oh, Misery Lou. Yeah, yeah, Misery Lou. <laughs> and then we have then we have finally what I thought I'd never see in any comic book. We have Hal being a man. <laughs> what does just, that mean? He's just because he because he, he's just like you know what like like Carol. Listen, I have to do this, and she's like, "You're this, and you're that." He's like, "Listen, I, like, what did she say exactly?" Um, like trust you trust you that's all i've ever done is trust you and what do i get you screw up the mission you disappear for a day and a half after destroying the simulator room and now that that thing just uh, now that thing down in florida you're just going to run away oh god that's it isn't it you're going down there she's so he's not running calling, away he's calling him a coward and he's like no i'm not running away he's like what would you have me do you think i'm a coward as well let me tell you something miss rich and i won't say the word but it rhymes with my last name if you know that rhymes with rich hey yeah. uh did you ever yeah. stop to believe that i simply didn't believe that we or did you ever stop to think that i simply didn't believe that what we did in korea was worth killing over um but korea forced me to find out what would make me kill survival i would kill to survive and then he saw this whole this whole thing at the very end like this is i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say it alan like a badass <laughs> aren't you at least gonna say goodbye and she goes you you and then next panel boom kissing yeah this is the most badass hal jordan moment i've ever seen alan yeah, there you and go. it's not from a book that you brought nope you have failed as a green lantern fan <laughs> or asked, did i succeed i'm asking you to turn your headphones and your microphone please leave the podcast you can vote it <laughs> off <laughs> This is my favorite. No, I'm just kidding. This is, this is like my favorite. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, but that that you should be like proud because that is like 
that's a Green Lantern moment. Like that to me, I'm like, I, I get it. That's even more. I get it. The four howls that you presented. To yes. Us yeah. Earlier. Agreed. I am now a part of the 4-H club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice uh, how work. long have you been well holding on to that? Well yeah. Since before he made his Green Lantern speech. <laughs> nice, nice. Well played, sir. Well played. So uh, okay, and then so the the center destroys Themyscira, or not? Is it Themyscira? Yeah, Themyscira. Uh, Batman and the Wonder Mascara. Woman kiss in another alternate universe, which will never be acknowledged. Uh, Superman goes down. Well, there she to, like kisses him and then passes out. Well, yeah, she's lost a lot I mean, of blood. Superman and Wonder Woman kiss. Yeah. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> you said Batman. Did I? Yeah, no, that's that's because you I'd pay for that yes. book. <laughs> that's a Freudian slip. It's I guess. called, that's a, that's it's a, called a, Batman and Wonder Woman kiss. That's called <laughs> number one. That's called. The Justice League TV show. Yeah. Right. Uh, then uh, Superman goes down, gets everybody stop fighting by going. I love, I'm Superman. You will listen to no, me. No, I love. I love that. Like they're all fighting. He just claps really loud, and then his yeah. eyes are red. He's all. I see. I have your attention. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this is going to stop here and now. Yeah. yeah. I love here and now. And like, then, it's all bold. And then to make Chewie very happy, Superman gets annihilated. Yeah. He does get pretty <laughs> messed up. Yeah. He does. No. He just disappears. And they think he's dead. They're like this thing killed him. After and rallying he doesn't come the back. Yeah. After rallying, no, he doesn't come back. So he that's, doesn't, he that's does. also what I'm talking about. Not yet. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a Superman that gets the crap beat out of him. Yes. Yeah. Like this is this doesn't happen. This is, this is not Superman. a thing. This isn't like God. But that's Superman. The, but that's yeah. but that's the point. I feel like a lot of this is to is to sh- is to have the power of man overcome something i feel like that's the message here because which is something dc does not usually and we see do. it right, we see it right at the beginning of this yeah. next part where we see you know the, we see dr fate we see uh, um dr fate we see uh Phantom the stranger Phantom stranger yeah. uh, the specter the specter all the ma- and, and also billy batson all these nice with, with the most gorgeous Zatanna. with the most gorgeous kirby crackle like 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 homage that i've ever seen all these pages are great oh, they're like yeah. spot on and Ironically, this last one is dedicated to Jack Kirby. So nice. I love how Billy Batson's there. Like, I get it. You know, he's got the power of of Shazam well, or whatever. It's magic, but yeah, That's yeah. But the at the point. same time, what is he doing magic? there? He's eating ice cream. Yeah. What is he contributing to this conversation? Ice cream. Nothing. Cut. Cut to part two of this book that made me cry. This when Lois Lane just just like throws down the microphone. She just loses it. And just sadness. I'm just like, oh like yeah. and then the other guy's like, hey, like I'm a I'm gonna pick her up. He's like Rock Davies ladies man, what an ass. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Like I love sweet little that's that's Jimmy Olsen, right? Yeah. Sweet little Jimmy yes, Olsen. Yeah. Like, come on. Sweet and, little Jimmy Olsen. And then they let Adam Strange go and then Hal uses the ring to power the jet. <laughs> power the spaceship. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Which was interesting. And I'm then, like see that's the other thing is Hal taking it easy. Right. Yep. He doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want the ring to define him at this yes, point. He correct. wants to do what he wants to do. So he's being brave, even mm-hmm. though that's not a thing that he's been known to do up until this point. Mm-hmm. I love that Alan Str- Adam Strange, Alan Strange. <laughs> I love that, uh, Adam Strange goes and gets uh, the Adam, right? Ray yes, Palmer? Correct. he does. Yeah. Yeah. He Who's gets the Adam. Very sleepy. Who and then and then he they basically talk about how they're going to destroy the center by bombing the heck out of it with the flash running all around it uh, on to, as fast as so he can. Th- so they can shrink it the down. Speed of light. So they can shrink it down and, and then it'll, it'll combust. Explode. I like how the yeah. flash punches out Faraday. Oh, yeah, that's great, oh, too. Yeah. And can we talk about this gorgeous splash page of everybody like walking forward like this? Like, How gorgeous is that? You know what I see? Yeah. You know what that I hear? should be my new wallpaper on my computer. That's Do you know, what, you know what I hear when I see that? And guess what? There's no Batman. What in do you it. hear? Uh, the Justice League Unlimited theme song. Oh yeah, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. you should watch the animated dun, version dun, of this. It's pretty close. 
Um, and so Makes they all, me think a lot of the right stuff. Too. Yeah. So they all start going out there, and Hal, especially starts, with Hal in his spacesuit, mm-hmm, and Hal flies inside of this thing, and, and and Diana's back up and running, and oh yeah, when the center possesses uh, possesses John Johns, and then right. Faraday takes Ooh, like the yeah. evil out of him and stuff. Oh man. Um, and then John Johns goes crazy and starts ripping these monsters apart. He's like, "I'm gonna fight now. This is what I have to do." Yeah, and blood and guts it everywhere. must be done. Metal. And, and, <laughs> and then we have the 2001 scene where they're going through the middle of the center. Beautiful. Oh my god, the oh, art is gorgeous. Geez. Gorgeous. The and colors. It, the colors. It totally Dave switches. Stewart's colors. Yeah. I gotta say this. This, this whole book. thing has been building up to this last book. Yeah. yeah this last absolutely. book pulls out every single artistic storytelling and like just everything. Mm-hmm. You know, just pulls it all out. Absolutely. And and how kind of embraces being the Green Lantern. He emba- embraces being a First Green of all, Lantern. This panel or the, this page. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, the Hal's history thing. Then secondly, the this yes, page, the crackle page, the crackle page. That's all. Green like that? Oh my god! Just like, well, I'm not waiting anymore. And he literally he he tosses he takes the what's left of the center and tosses it into space. Like that's that's a moment right there. He just he just he he, it's it's willpower. It's the willpower of man. That's the point of this book. That's why this is a Green Lantern centric book. That's why we follow Hal Jordan from the beginning to the end, and Mm -hmm. everybody else Mm -hmm. just makes cameos in this. Um, And then we have the the other moment that made me tear up which oh, is Lois Lane's face. I am Arthur king of Atlantis I come in peace this one has been asking for a woman named Lois and the look on her face are just like like she's gonna just she's gonna that's, lose it that's art right there that's, like that you can look at it just a single look everybody's happy and smiling and she has that look of just it's that look of pure elation and joy when you see somebody who when you when you're like oh my god I thought something terrible happened to you yeah. I've seen that look in real life I've had that look in real life that's it's perfect it's so beautiful and then they cut to that page of of just them all hugging and smiling and stuff. And then the epilogue, which is basically The epilogue is basically the same epilogue as the one in Kingdom Come, but... Essentially, you know. yeah, but it's but a little bit different. Like, it... I don't know. And then, uh, by the way, I like that the... I, I like Irons there, by the way. The, I think there is a... Is there a Steel cameo there with Irons? Did you guys see that? Yes, I saw that. With a little boy reading comic book uh, by, yeah, by, yeah. John, uh-huh. Wilson's, by yep. John Wilson's grave. Um, and the whole President Kennedy speech. Like, oh God, I want that so on my gravestone, dude. The here, whole the Kennedy whole speech. no, no. Here lies a steel driving man, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like seriously, wouldn't you want that on yours? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I love just that that one quote. And then there's with, also with the, the JLR, other part, yeah, too, with the black and white part. Yes, uh, I love that. Though. I'm He's asking in black and white. Yeah. Okay. Now at the very end of this book, is that? The starfish thing? That's a star. That's, that's, star. Star. Yeah, that's okay. the first issue of Justice League of America. That's is what I find thought. Star yeah. on the cover. Okay. I love that. I love that little bit. There's one. There's just one part of the speech that I love, which is I'm, I'm asking each of you to be pioneers on that new frontier. My call is to the young in heart, regardless of age, to all who respond to the script, uh, spiritual, or scriptural call. Be strong and uh, and uh, of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For courage, not complacency, is is our need today. Leadership. But not salesmanship, and the old valid test of leadership is the ability to lead and lead vigorously. Ah, oh, man, doesn't that make you just want to be a better American? <laughs> makes you want to be a better person. Makes you want to be a better person. Like I, I can apply that. I'll be honest, and I know that some of us work together here, but I can apply that to like my my daily job that I do. Like that's that's like that's it. That's what I want to do. Like it just makes you want to be a better person. Can I just be a Green Lantern? Yes, you can. Do be. it. Yeah, with enough willpower, with enough willpower, and a no, little I'm, I'm crap at willpower. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I barely get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Starro's here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Green Lantern. Time to wake up. Oh man, man. I'm just gonna go to sleep. Five yeah. I'm gonna will myself. To I sleep. feel like 
what if what if there was like a Green Lantern who got selected not because because generally he's the most lazy guy right on his yeah. entire planet yeah except please. for when there's something that he really wants like <laughs> so it's like this borderline orange and Green Lantern guy which is like. <laughs> You gotta get him really motivated, but then he's like the best Green Lantern. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's a book that you would write. <laughs> if you write beat that, that guy, I'll buy you a burrito. You'll buy yeah. me a burrito. Done. Yes. Yeah. Like, right. and then all of a sudden he's just like Goku size, like aura coming out of him. Just like, essentially, you're talking about Snorlax, dude. He does nothing until it's like, oh, food, I need it. So guys, like swim across oceans. Yeah. So DC New Frontier. Final thoughts on on this whole fantastic, series. probably top first prince. That we've read so far, I think it's I think it's great. This I, is from someone who's read Scott Pilgrim in first print. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think honestly this is like a book I've been meaning to read for a long time, and I've never actually sat down and did it. But honestly, I th- I have to agree with Alan. I think as far as stuff that I haven't read before, um, up there with V for Vendetta, like mm-hmm. up there, but on a different scale, totally different. But gosh, great, <laughs> dude, definitely, Good definitely golly, venture gosh. out into the unknown. Definitely yes. venture into the new frontier. Be a pioneer of the Be new frontier. Pioneer. Check this out. I highly recommend it. Ryan, thank you for bringing this up and making us read I'm glad this. that we read this. <laughs> I am too. Rain, um, poop. Rain, poop. Rain, poop. Rain, poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. <laughs> By the way, so there's... Use your willpower to punch him in the face. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, tell, this, I gotta tell this story as, like, uh, as sort of an aside because I told this story at work the other day. Yeah. There was one time um, when Ryan still worked with us and he was in the in the the room and uh, I walk in and nobody else is in there and I needed to ask him a question and I walk in I go hey nerd (laughs) I have a question and you see him as he's working on the thing and he just stops and he like you see his he tenses like his shoulders literally literally raises as I said hey nerd and he just starts laughing you son of a (laughs) (laughs) he like flashback he was instantly seven again like so funny Uh, like I felt really bad I still feel bad about it but it made me laugh so hard (laughs) oh I'm glad you got a good chuckle out of that Alan he's a bully man he was so mad he's like like, he's not Hal Jordan he's Guy Gardner that's this guy over here (laughs) to repay you to repay you I made you read this book that's true um, well, that you is me, you made me read Amagari Fault. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, DC New Frontier. Ian said it wasn't and, scary. <laughs> uh, not to me, but nah, I don't know. I like I like I like joking about it. Anyway, what if you had to ride in the wraith to oh get to your silhouette? Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> All right, what moving. What if the silhouette was the shape of the car? The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just goes into it. So oh, I don't want to think about that story anymore. Making stuff. <laughs> moving into uh, moving away from uh, First Prince and into the four color character compendium. Uh, this. This time we were talking about uh, another Marvel character who's been really uh, very uh, mentioned a lot recently uh, with some casting news uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch going to be officially playing uh, this character in a movie. I I don't think that's such a bad idea, but whatever. I think it's I really think lazy it. casting. It might be, but it, it, you know what? Money is money, and I'm sure he'll be happy to take it. But if you guys haven't guessed already, we'll be talking about the Marvel character Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange! So, Ryan, as resident comic historian, Doctor Strange. tell us about Doctor Strange. Who is Doctor Strange? <laughs> um, is, Doctor Strange is is a uh, comic book character um, from the 1960s. Uh, and, and there is sort of some debate on whether Stan Lee invented him with Steve Ditko or if he was invented just by Steve Ditko. Uh, sort of depends on who you ask. If you ask Ditko, it was Ditko's idea. If you ask Stan Lee, it was both of their idea. Uh, it comes up a lot with Stan Lee. It's interesting. It's weird. Um, but he, he debuted in Strange Tales number 110, July 1963, uh, which he shared with the Human Torch. Um, 
so yeah, he's he's uh, been around for kind of a long time. He's mostly Steve get Ditko really definitely drew all of the beginning of him and and the look of Doctor Strange sort of even now is still based on that same sort of Steve Ditko design that red and blue and the eye of Dora Mamu and all no, that stuff. No, Dora Mamu is his main villain. Oh, what is it? Come the on. eye of Well, let's do this. Uh, Chewie, drive us through this. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. That's one of the nerdiest things I've ever heard said. Uh <laughs> yeah, nerd. <laughs> I thought you were gonna nerd now, nerd. You're gonna throw that bottle at him. No. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> in the '70s accused the people who were making Doctor Strange of taking a lot of hallucinogens because yeah, the Denny drawings were really kind of crazy. And Denny yeah. O'Neill and Denny O'Neill wrote some for a while as well. He worked on the character before mm-hmm. his before jumping ship to DC. Yeah, but he talks a lot about that. And it's all right, some, so some crazy stuff. They made him go to work in a suit, and all he did was sit in a room all day and write. <laughs> at the Marvel offices, they're like, "Go in this dark little room in your suit that you had all pressed, and uh, go to work. You work on I, Madison Avenue. Have a good day." I had a job like that where I sat in front of a computer, but in a tie. For what reason? For who? For the computer. My boss told me because you look you look dapper, my friend. That's true. I didn't. In a what? Dark little so room who um, who 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 does he fight? Um, does he fight? Or does, does he, he meditate? What's his what's his what's his deal? What's his deal? I don't know. It was more like. Like strange tales. I don't know, Ian. You you know some stuff about Doctor Strange. So like, what what are what are his <laughs> doctor, okay. doctor Strange? Is he actually a doctor? No. No, okay. he is a sorcerer. He's yes. a sorcerer. He practices the sorcerer magic supreme with a yes. CK. <laughs> what with a CK? No, magic no, with no. a C. Okay, that's that's only not the Grant DC Morrison. universe. DC uh, universe has magic with a CK. So not, it's not Grant Morrison magic. No, okay. no, but there is magic with a K. But that's an actual character. That's uh, yes. That's. Um, Colossus's, uh, Colossus's little sister. Little sister. Okay, so, so the way I understand it is, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. So he's like he is the guy. So he's got sour cream. Yes, okay. and, uh, and and tomatoes cho- and chopped and tomatoes. tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all had Taco Bell. Pico de Gallo, right? depending on where you go. Um, and so he is the guy that's kind of in charge, not in charge of the magical realm. Is he large and in charge. Uh, he's not that large. Okay, um, but uh, he's. He is uh, the guy that's in charge of the magical realm as far as like Earth is concerned. But um, he uh, summons his power from the mystical. He's got he's that guy. Remember we talked about Constantine and yeah, he's yeah. like the guy with all the answers when it comes to demons. Yeah. Doctor Strange is like the guy with all the answers to everything else. You know, okay. like so and so the fifth dimension and then so there's is this he and then he's kind of like, like the Tony Stark of magic. He is more like the Reed Richards of magic. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, and his his biography is that he was a neuroscientist. He was a brain surgeon, mm-hmm. and then got in a car accident, which damaged the nerves in his hands. Yeah. So he could not. He could no longer practice brain surgery. So, so was he was a doctor, kind of. Yeah, and so yeah, then yeah, he, okay. he tried. He tried all the regular things to repair the nerves in his hands, and he couldn't. So he tried different strange arcane things and that's how he got involved so he did in magic yeah, and that's how he got involved in magic and that's and, did it did it like fix his hands or can he still not do that i i think that i don't i don't think that the i mean he has no is really part of his character now yeah but i think that just being involved with that got him involved and eventually yeah he turns out because he's super smart right because yeah, yeah. he was right. a brain surgeon before yeah. he became mm-hmm. you know this you know, weird sorcerer guy. He got smarter with every brain he surgeried. So <laughs> by as, eating them, as he like, <laughs> yes. So he basically, as far as I can tell, his superpowers are like, you know, he has magic. Uh, he sometimes uses mystical items to oh, conjure or the eye of Agamotto. Sorry. Eye of Agamotto, which by the way makes an appearance in uh, Thor in the trophy room. Oh, so, does it really? Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, wow. 
So, okay. So with his magic, what type of magic are we talking about? We're talking about like, can he teleport things? What are or, some of or, his like? Yeah, powers? like what are some of his like? He if frequently you uses astral projection. Astral yeah. projection. Yeah, so he, he just sort of like time. shows up places. Okay, yeah. it's not like he teleports himself. It's just like his he's his he's consciousness suddenly there. Okay, yeah, it's it, the way DC. You mean Marvel? Sorry, I mean, but let me contrast the way DC handles magic. It's like it's sort of like classic fairy tale magic. There's witches and wizards and demons and whatever. The way Marvel handles magic is more like. It's sort of magic, and it's sort of just like weird metaphysics. So yeah. it it could be that he's chanting a spell, and it could be that he's transcending the dimensions. Yeah, it's, right. because, you know, it's, it's, it's because of the way like like Stanley looks at comics. I think a lot of that, and maybe the guys back then, all old school Marvel, it's where DC is very much like it's magic because it's magic. For Stanley and all those guys, they have to be like, well, there has to be an explainable reason. Yeah, you know, was, Superman flies. Well, and Stanley's first thing is, well, how does he do it? He doesn't have any means of propulsion. How can he fly? Yeah, he just does. Is DC's answer, and Marvel's like, "Well, I'm not, says, I'm not satisfied with that." That's where he says Thor throws his hammer and hangs on yeah. to the Mjolnir. Yeah, exactly, and that's well, how he flies. And I feel like DC's, I feel like Marvel's concept of magic is the same as like the the Isaac Asimov. Any any sufficiently advanced technology uh-huh. just seems to be magic. Okay, yeah. and so because because like in in the DC universe, oh, Superman is weak against magic, but yeah. in the Marvel universe, it's just sort of well, magic is just like insanely advanced technology. Like, yeah, right. So they you know, do what they Thor does. The helms all, you know, with yeah. the gates and the different things like that. Is that magic or is it just like insanely advanced technology? It is. That's what they say. I mean, yeah. they, they explain it away real quick in that in that Thor movie, which is you you people call it science, my people call it ma- you guys people call it magic, my people call it science. I come from a world where it's one and the same. Where yeah. It's the same thing. So okay, he can just kind of show up places. Yeah, he can. Yeah. If he like to. can open portals to other dimensions. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will that also lead to other universes, like you know, where you have parallel? You know, yeah. Universes. It's, that's yeah, generally traveling to other universes. As far as I know, is a little bit outside. Like that's mm-hmm. like that requires a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah. like him transcending the planes type uh-huh. deal, not physically, like just opening a door, mm-hmm. but yeah. like spiritually, that's been done before. Yeah. Um. Like uh. Like Infinity Gauntlet stuff. Okay. Like yeah. He was just yeah. sort of there. Now his yeah. main his main villain. Is Dormammu, who yeah. is uh, he's essentially like a demon, but he comes okay. from another dimension. He's not like from hell. He's okay, like yeah. from another dimension. Yeah, um, he's not from our like right. Know. Okay, who mm-hmm. wants to invade our dimension and okay. take over? So he's got that guy, and he's in in his dimension. Dormammu is like the the tyrant, like super sorcerer type, also. Yeah. Um, but uh, another really famous vil- uh, set of villains he has called the Faceless Ones. Okay. Which uh-huh. are like... That sounds pretty metal Sounds terrifying. Yeah. They mm-hmm. are big clay golems, basically, that okay. are nigh unstoppable. Yeah. And so they will just tear through things. But they also... They're like a they're like a separate army. I don't know if they're Dormammu's army or if they're just an army of themselves. Yeah. But uh, that's like... That's the kind of stuff they deal with. Like weird Doctor Whovian type stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Where it's just like, right. these weird things from other dimensions. And he's the like the first line of defense to make Doctor sure Who's that... Doctor a super yeah. good sort of way to look at that, I think. Yeah. 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 He, cool. He's the first line of defense to get that stuff that nobody else really knows about yeah. or should know about. Because if he's doing his job, those things don't show he's up. He's also a yeah. doctor. Yeah, well, and yep. he's also, oh, that's a good point. But he's also sort of a bridge between sort of like Avengers, like Earth-based Marvel heroes and like Cosmic, cosmic like cosmic. Uh, like Adam Warlock and, and people Silver like Surfer. that. Yeah, he's, and, he's a weird whenever, bridge. Whenever the, 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 Avengers, the Avengers in New York are like, well, this is weird and dimensional. 
let's go talk to Stephen Strange. He's going to know true. what's going on. Like mm-hmm. every time, and, and then it's just like all of them show up at his doorstep. And they mentioned him in Captain America 2 very briefly. Yes, they did. Does they he did. have, uh, like, as part of his power set things for combat? Like, can he be like fire or like he, he doesn't he doesn't sort of like like i have this artifact and it's this yeah oh, okay. any any and every time i've seen it it's always sort so it's of like, like his sonic screwdriver it's yeah but it's always <laughs> it's sort of like done anime thing. style it's like yeah. i have satirac you know or, or yeah staff of this and then yeah. he does it mm-hmm. oh, he's got to awesome, shout it dude. out first yeah and there's lines shout in the background so he's uh speaking of avengers he's been on a team uh he's been on the defenders mm-hmm. i know yeah, that that's true i don't know if he's been on anything else but uh he he has he's been part of a team, but generally he works better by himself. Um, I do know that in a recent run, when I la- the last time I read anything with Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange was no longer the Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme is a title that carries from one person to another, oh. and so. Uh, it was him. He was the person who was trying to figure out who the next Sorcerer Supreme was. Uh-huh. They have so to go to like a ring on. and there's like a battle. Actually, it just kind of shows up. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever whoever is the Sorcerer Supreme belt. just kind of becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. And there was a conversation between him and he thought it might be Wiccan from the Young Avengers. Oh, yeah. So they're having this conversation. He goes, Wiccan's like, so, so am I the new Sorcerer Supreme? He's like, no, I just really hope it's not Doctor Doom. <laughs> like, wait, that can happen? He's like, it... You know, Sorcerer Supreme is a, a totally neutral title. Anybody can have it. So just, I just really hope it's not him. Uh, <laughs> not just not that guy. I yeah. hate that. Guy. So, so speaking of reading, Alan, because you seem pretty uh, yeah. up to date well, on, on Doctor What would you recommend for some reading? Uh, Defenders. There was a new Defenders run three, two or three years ago, I believe, if I recall correctly. Um, there is uh, definitely some ongoings from the last four or five years. Uh, I believe there was one ongoing. Um, You'll see him pop up in a bunch of stuff like New Avengers. He'll pop up every once in a while. Um, I don't know exactly what he's in in the in the Marvel now. Uh, I haven't caught up with him that far. He briefly in uh, Deadpool. Oh yeah, but he yeah. shows up. He's, he shows up. He's a dude he that just shows, shows up every up. once in a yeah. while. Yeah. But uh, there hasn't been a, a Doctor Strange ongoing in a while, but which will no, probably change. I, I did. I did pick up something yeah. I, that I got on Comicsology because they had a big sale on a Black yeah. Friday, and I saw on. Um, on Comics Alliance, they had suggested this a series called, I haven't read it yet, but I did buy it. It's called Doctor Strange, The Oath. Um, and it's written by Brian Seven. K. Vaughn. Ooh. Oh, there you go. And um, art is by Marcos Martin. But here's the summary of it. It said, uh, so uh, Dr. Stephen Strange embarks on the most important paranormal investigation of his career as he sets out to solve an attempted murder, his own, and with his most trusted friend uh, also at death's door. Strange turns to an unexpected corner of the Marvel Universe to recruit a new ally. So I'm interested to check this out. <laughs> this sounds really cool. I wonder who the ally is. I don't know either. I want to find out. But Brian K. Vaughn, n- enough said. Yeah. <laughs> As Stan would say. Down. Here's yeah. a note to whoever else is going to write the next Doctor Strange thing. Can we have some sort of thing where someone's like, I don't know about that. And then he just turns, looks over his shoulder and says, trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real doctor. Yeah. In terms of, of collectors, I know beats. there's a couple of... <laughs> I want to see a book. You know what, Alan? Oh. Here's here's your challenge. I'm gonna oh, challenge God. you to draw me a little comic here. Oh, great! I want to see the Doctor. I want to see Doctor Strange, and I want to see Doctor Dre <laughs> cruising in one of his low riders, like just going to get like. They're all gonna have. They're like all gonna that. have sunglasses. Yes, exactly. They're okay. all gonna have sunglasses, and they need to go get like some snacks or something. Even like that. better, can and I Dr. just do House. it? Fat burger. Can I, can I just do like uh can I make one of the panels that gift from uh, Saturday Night Live where it was uh the night the Roxbury yeah yes. with uh with Jim Carrey and he's yes. in the back so they're yes. all just 
<laughs> exactly. You can, yes. do that. you can do whatever you Absolutely. want. It's your story. Uh, do it. That'd be awesome. So uh, now that's a one pager. <laughs> so now we're moving out of uh, the four color character compendium into our final part of the show, a uh, back matter. So a uh, back matter. When we get when we get the option to, we always like to read from the four color mailbag, which is uh, your letters and tweets and comments. Let's reach into it right now. Let's reach into it right crumble, now. Crumble, crumble, we crumble, have crumble. we have three letters actually. Wow, uh, that's a new record, you guys. It's a, record. it's a Christmas miracle. It is. <laughs> I forgot. Um, jingle jingle. The first one is from uh, Trevor. It's t- entitled A Year in Review. He writes, Hi, I just Trevor. wanted to thank you guys for the podcast. I can't believe it's already been a year. Keep up the great work and shameless hate on Alan for many years to come. Thank you, <laughs> Trevor. Thanks, Trevor. Nice uh, little fun message there. Trevor, we can't believe it's been a year either. We can't believe it either. Uh, we have another oh, wait, is that Trevor Trevor? Yeah. Oh, we wow. have another one uh, from Charlie. Uh, Trevor. Cal- Charlie Calderon. Uh, he says, happy anniversary from Miami. He says, hey, guys, I was inspired by your New Year's challenges. Okay. I want in. Here's what I promise. All right. Uh, here's, what, here's what I propose. He proposed an idea to us. And oh, I think okay. Alan will like this. Oh, great. We can use both your Instagrams and mine, and let's do a weekly drawing. Let's oh. all draw the same thing and post okay. it. Okay. I did a letter a day last year for three months. Okay. It was a fun project and people got into it. Right. Nothing serious, just fun. There's only and 26 it, letters in the alphabet. I know. So he did it for he did it for three months. He did a drawing a week for for three months. I think, okay. or, or for I don't know. That's what he did. Uh, any uh, nothing serious, just fun, and it will get us doing something creative. Who's down? Let me know. Uh, let me know, and we can prep a calendar, and maybe you youngsters can social media this better than I can. Also. This is what I was most. Who's he talking to when he says you? (laughs) Us. Um, Also, this is my favorite part. He came up with a name for it. He says, "Also, what do you think of calling it the U Y O U fifty two? I too can be punny. Rock on, Charlie Calder. Thanks, Alan. Loves that that idea. I think it's cool. It's like your drawings for fifty two weeks. U fifty two. I think that's a really good idea. And it's awesome, dude. I, I know DC. That when Draw I did, nothing but DC characters. <laughs> Chewie, uh, on the Luke. way over here, uh, yes. Chewie and I were talking, and I told him, you know, like, Inktober, like, I... It's amazing what you can do when you draw every day for a month. Yeah. I like, got a lot better. I have to post all those yeah. photos from Inktober, <laughs> but I'm stressed out right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will wait. Um, and finally, we have one more letter from... Um, excuse me. Oh, we should we should tell Charlie that yes, we should do that. So you should, Charlie. We'll get in contact with you and we'll figure that out. Um, Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie, for writing. Thank you. Uh, We have one last one from Dan. Uh, He writes, uh, "Hey guys, congrats on the one year. Love every episode." Each show, I end up reading a book I may not have ever known about or given oh, a chance awesome. to which uh, to uh, given a chance to, which is awesome. Guys. Lofty goals for the next year. I hope all of you achieve them. Keep up the good work, loyal FCC cadet from New Jersey, Dan. P.S. Yeah, because yes. and this is probably because of Chewy. <laughs> Chewy said, "Send us any questions. What are your favorite brands of soda?" Ah, all right, <laughs> favorite brands of soda. Uh, <sighs> what is your? We'll just do this. What's your favorite soda? Soda pop to drink? I only like really like small batch local or. <laughs> Wow! Free. <laughs> Jesus, raw cane sugar. Says, says the guy who I saw inhale Baja Blast earlier today. Hey who, man, you can only get that at Taco Bell. Whose words? <laughs> whose words were? Ooh, hipster- I can get Baja Blast. It, it's it's. Hey, to be fair, it's hey. the most hipster beverage there because it it's is. only available. And then, I, and then you watched me dump it out because like, oh yeah, Baja Blast is disgusting. <laughs> that was that was also from the from the, the wrong bad, tap. The bad tap. That was, wrong, that was a bad tap. Yeah. The bad oh. tap. Oh, I don't go to that Taco Bell enough to know. <laughs> no, it, it happened on the spot. Come on, dude. Um, so uh, let's let's go around the circle. Alan, what's your favorite soda? Drink? You know, I have a lot of favorites. Let's, uh, say, you're the, let's say you're at the one of those Coke, uh, you know, uh, freestyle machines. The freestyle machines with all the touchy or, or buttons. Pepsi. <sighs> or Pepsi. Or yeah, Pepsi Cola. Royal Crown. Ugh. Okay. Well, if I have the option, 
Vanilla Coke. First of all, Coke or Pepsi? It's got to be Coke. Okay. And secondly, if I have the option, Vanilla Coke. All right. And and really, the go-to thing for me is just Coke because it goes with literally everything. That's true. Even breakfast. It's true. It's, yeah. I've drinking many a Coke for breakfast. It's the black clothing of the soda pop world because it goes with everything. Yeah. Just, put a little, <laughs> just put a little Batman paint on that Coke. <laughs> there is. It's called Coke Zero. <laughs> nice. Okay. Chewy, what about you? Um, What's your favorite soda pop? Well, between Pepsi and Coke, I'm a Coke guy. And I, I, I like uh, Mexican Would you call yourself a Coke Mexican Coke. Would you say it? <gasps> oh, can I change my answer to what he said? <laughs> Mexican I forgot no, that was an option. You've already done Mexican yeah. Coke. No, which I'm soon sad. will no longer yeah, exist. No, no, Wait, no what? longer what? exist. What? Real what? sugar. So what? They assume we'll no longer be using real they'll, sugar. They'll, they'll the whole point is it's syrup. Mexican, so it doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> what? The whole point is that they use cane sugar. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, yeah. Like real that's, sugar. That's not going to be a thing. Instead of high syrup. fructose corn syrup. Nope. Yeah. It's already like $1.50 a yeah. bottle. What I else? Know. I hate these. Uh, between, for me, I, so, I, I prefer yeah. Coke over Pepsi as well. But I was still. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Stop being a jerk. Continue. Yeah, I want to talk about soda pop. <laughs> um, I think I think my overly my overly my overall favorite soda to have like just always hits the spot, dude. It's got to be a root beer. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Dad's or mug? Uh, dude, I'm gonna go A W. Bar- oh, okay. uh, no, Barks. Barks has no, bark. not Barks. 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 Barks, no, no, no. Barks. You want, if you're drinking root beer, you want a full-bodied root beer. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, 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 okay, fine then. IBC root beer. IBC is great. That's a good Ooh, answer. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, go. I mean, there's also those local craft ones. <laughs> oh, God. Go. Sarsaparilla. Bunderberg. Sarsaparilla. Um, so, uh, oh, personally, Coke or Pepsi? I think no surprise. Coke. I will always go Coke over Pepsi. Um, favorite type of Coke to drink? Probably Cherry Coke, though. I will say Cherry Coke is my go-to. I always go to Del Taco in California here because yes. they have Cherry Coke. Um, but I will say... The one that I love, this is soda, it's really when you're really thirsty, yeah. you need oh, refreshment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say and, it. Come on. And, I know and it's I coming. Know, and I know, that, I know that you guys would be like, what? But honestly, the most refreshing soda I've yes. ever drank, Sprite. Yes. Sprite is super refreshing. Yes. It's not the best. It's not like that we're talking about. This. Sp- we had a, we, Are we getting paid by the Ryan, Coca-Cola? We had you might, you might as asked. well be drinking Fresca, man. Dude, there's no. like Sprite is fantastic. <laughs> Sprite or 7-Up, fantastic. Especially if you have a tummy ache. You do, have a tummy ache? Do you also drink Sprite. Zima? Is no. that how that works? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say Surge because it's so extreme. <laughs> it's back on the market, too. Sprite Did you know that? Day. No. I love Surge. Sprite on a hot Ryan, day. Sprite on a hot day. all day yelling. Okay. Yeah. If Ryan doesn't say tab, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> Guys, I... Diet tab. Or Jolt. Kind of, oh, first of all, tab Coke or, or Pepsi. Coke or Pepsi. I grew up in Texas. In Texas, every soda is called a Coke. Okay. okay. <laughs> we want a Coke. We have Pepsi and we have Sprite. <laughs> um, I No, I don't... I can't just name one, man. Coke or I Pepsi, had a, though. Coke, so you Coke. Coke, yeah. Okay. No, I had, a, I had a problem in middle school, and I drank a lot of soda. And that was Me back too. in the 90s where like, they kept introducing like cool new sodas every couple of yeah. weeks, like Surge and Storm Did you drink Pepsi Blue when that came out? Josta. Did you drink Pepsi that? Crystal? Oh, yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Pepsi Blue. Yeah, no, I... Mountain I, Dew Code Red. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, Mountain Dew Code Red. That's 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 late. That's, you know. Everybody likes Mountain Dew Code Red. You know Mountain Dew Code Red? Is it? I, I kind of find it. It's the douchebag's like, drink of choice. Did you know yeah. that, it, <laughs> that if Mountain Dew Code Red comes back out, it comes back out regular Mountain Dew color? <laughs> <laughs> found that out in college <laughs> i think uh, i think where's that quote ryan where's all the red go i think that quote <laughs> in your body this somewhere. conversation alone 
That's his body was low. I th- I his body I'm was pretty, low on right. red. I'm pretty sure when they when they do that, like I'm th- pretty sure they don't want you to make you think you're peeing blood. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they no, make no, it- no. That's not the direction that I meant. <laughs> he, he said college. Oh. He said college. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, so there's your answers. Our favorite brands of soda. Um. So back to matter, guys. So thank you for writing us. Uh, always feel free to reach out to us if you'd like to uh, send us a, a write us to something. Send us a tweet. We will read it on the show. Um. So moving forward, guys. What's new in the world of back matter? Speaking of tweets, yes. Do you have something to say? On that? Uh, all right. Uh, I don't understand yeah. what's happening right now. Oh, okay. So I, I told you guys about this already. Uh, I got called out on Twitter oh, uh, yes. by T shaped visor. Ooh. Who who the didn't call me out? Okay, he didn't he didn't call me out. He was just like, "Hey, why don't you update your webcomic anymore?" And I told him, uh, in a nutshell, because I hate myself and my and the things that I make. And he goes, you know, you should just do it because your art is fine, and you know you have three awesome guys to bounce ideas off of. Um, so who's he talking about? Who are those three guys? That's a good we question. I <laughs> I looked around for three guys that would talk to me at a single time, and I didn't. I couldn't find any. Um, I anyway, you want three people said, to talk to you at the same time? That'd be very confusing. Wait, that's everybody talk yeah, 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 right God. now. Everybody talk to me. Dang it! I was gonna say it might sound something like this. <laughs> hey, Alan, how's it going, Alan? Oh, my God, what's going on? There's only two guys. I wish there was a third person. And Alan can't throw, apparently can't throw a paper across the room. Like he just throws like a, <laughs> like a small child. Um, <laughs> anyway, so T-Shape Visor, uh, I will let you know that you you got me into I had a day off yes uh, yesterday as of recording this, and uh, I spent a good chunk of it drawing. So uh, working on my Nuzlocke comic, obviously, because it was already in progress. So, yeah, you kicked my butt a little bit. So, also, T-Shaped Visor was kind of blowing us up on Twitter a little bit uh, for suggestions for a podcast along with some of his other favorite podcasts. So, thank you for that, T-Shaped Visor. There you go. Also, from Twitter, we had uh, Brandon Cruz. We did. Um, he basically tweeted at us, and it was actually for Alan as well. Yeah. Alan, oh. get Alan, the most popular of the four colors. Wait, what happened? <laughs> the Ringo of four-color commentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon Cruz. He was um, the most popular Beatle a, at the beginning. A few days ago, uh, tweeted at us. He's like, an overlooked Batman for Alan. The um, God, I'm gonna say it wrong. The Puckett slash Puckett Puckett slash uh, Paroback run on Batman Adventures. Okay, yeah, so that's that was, especially if you like. Adventures yeah, I've Batman Adventures is good. You like that, like you like Bruce Tim art style. <laughs> it's like pretty yeah. much all Bruce Tim style. I uh, I I think I get called. I mean, I get a lot of that stuff just because everybody wants to tell me more about Batman. That's the only reason. <laughs> by, by the way, I do want to say, favorite Batman. Batman I do want to say, boys, anime series. We should be proud of ourselves because T. Shape Visor mentioned us alongside a podcast that's done by a gentleman named Brian Quinn, uh, who is uh, most notably known probably by most people for being on the show called Impractical Jokers. But yeah. he's also part of Tell Him Steve, which is a Smodco yeah. show. Yeah. So we got nice. mentioned the same vein as somebody who's on a Smodco show, like side by Ooh. side. So that's pretty good. That's, that's I think almost that's okay. like you being. Able to touch Kevin Kevin uh, Smith. I'm I. You know what the original name for Tell Him Steve Day was going to be? It was could be called Tales from the Coat because it was Walt Flanagan. The guys were on Comic Book Man, joking that they're riding Kevin Smith's coattails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also had one more tweet from at uh, Pegleg Haru for all of us. He says, "Congratulations on one year. Just finished it for First Prince. Have you done Saga?" So some suggestions. Yeah, there. we you brought it. Uh, we did bring. We, yeah. I did bring an issue, but I, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, I was talking to ago. Ryan about that. Maybe in a, in a Maybe couple a months trade. we might do. We might do the first trade of Saga. I'm so far behind on Saga right now. Well, it's, it's a great chance funny. to get caught up. And um, then he did like have a suggestion for me. Yes. Also, he said that I should read Preacher. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. God. Why have you not read Preacher? I don't know. So that's on my list now. Thanks. Good looking out, Peg Leg. So, boys, what else do we have in the back matter section? I went to a comic convention over the weekend. You did. Yeah, no, I just, like, I was on Twitter on Friday. Uh, afternoon and and I live in a world now where Saturdays and Sundays are free days uh, as opposed to the retail world. Lucky. Uh, Yeah, lucky me. Uh, And so I found out about a thing called Comic Arts LA uh, that happened last weekend um, and it was a free, super tiny comic uh, convention up in LA. Uh, It was focused on a lot of sort of do-it-yourself and you know, undergrounds. A lot of webcomic people were there and stuff. It was really, really cool. I got to talk to Becky and Frank um, who have done? We have we seen any of their stuff before? I don't think we have. But what? No, but what they, they done? they've done. Uh, they have a book called Capture Creatures is out now. They've done oh, some kid so books excited. that are good. They've they've done a ton of um, great covers for Adventure Time and stuff. But there was just like a ton of really cool people. I got to talk to um, Hope Larson. I got to talk to um, uh, just a, I'm trying to remember everybody's name. Brianne Duhard was really neat. Uh, Cecil Castellucci was really nice to me. Um, there's, uh, just a, it was a really, really cool, teeny tiny little con, easily the smallest con that I've ever even considered going to. It was like one medium, maybe medium sized room with just <laughs> tables and everybody was rad and there was so much cool stuff there that I wish I had like a million more dollars. So, um, Comic Arts LA was really cool and I liked it. I really wish awesome. I, I, I wish I, I could have gone. gone too. I, I saw the uh, the picture posted of the art wall, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to draw on the art wall. Well, it would have been far worse. <laughs> oh, Alan! Harsh. Oh, harsh. Harsh. I'm sorry, Alan. I have to. Trevor asked art me to keep hating wall. on you, and I need can't disappoint our fans. Yeah. I like Trevor too. That was mm-hmm. that's no. disappointing. Uh, he isn't like fight you. Trevor. <laughs> Can I get that on a T-shirt that just says "Fight <laughs> Trevor"? <laughs> you just Trevor is Trevor. Somebody you know it works. I'd love to see you walk into work. You'd be like, "Hey, Alan, you just unzip your hoodie and it just has a sh- you pull fight it apart. Trevor. It says Fight Trevor.'" And you just look at him. He's like, "Oh no!" And you just go. <laughs> just not. Every, everybody on Twitter hashtag Fight Trevor. Hashtag go Fight Trevor. Go. But but from this con, I'm I've ended up with a whole bunch of cool stuff that I'm going to bring over the next several uh, episodes. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh, did you boys hear? I'm sure I, I, I made sure that everybody. Let's talk about, about movie news. No, 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 no. Let's talk about comic no, books. No, let's talk about comic books. Oh, really? Comic that's a thing we do in Back Matter? Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Uh, speaking of your favorite comic book character, there are rumors ar- circling around that Frank Miller with Scott and, and Chewie's already rubbing his nipples in excitement. <laughs> uh, what? That Frank Miller and oh. Scott Snyder may be working on a third uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, book. Which do mm. I say? Why? Because to which now, I raise the Scott Snyder no. eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I have read. Uh, they say that the rumors say that the plot will center around Carrie Kelly being older, and not so much about Batman, but being about Carrie Kelly being older and going through some of the same stuff that we saw in the first kind of Dark Knight book. But it, they're talking about having it switch off between different artists. So Frank Miller not drawing it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what would happen there. I know the second book was kind of very different from the first book. It's it's not the same in any way. Um, but I'm interested to see what happens there. I, I don't know. I, I, I love both of those guys. I love uh, everything I've read by Scott Snyder. I really enjoyed and most Frank Miller things I like. <laughs> I'll start about Man and Robin. I'm, looking I'm at intrigued. You. I'm, a, I'm yeah. intrigued because I mean, yeah, I, I like Scott Snyder. Obviously I love his writing. Uh, Frank Miller, legend, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. But at the same time, sometimes you're like, okay, cool. So cheese is awesome. Yeah. Chocolate is awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> let's marry the two. A lot of oh, that's a good Ween album. Well, and they, they both those both <laughs> those guys. I mean, let's Music. put it this way. Let's put it this way. Scott Snyder clearly loves Batman. Yes, like like beyond a doubt, he loves yes. loves loves Batman. Batman. Um, but Batman. I don't know. I, I think I think it's going to be an interesting pairing. I'd like to see if that c- comes to fruition. What will happen? They apparently were, but really buddy buddy after that yeah. Batman panel at, at yeah. Comic Con. I mean, so hanging out together it, and it, stuff. So we'll we'll see. Could be mm. really 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 good, and it could also fall short of expectations. Or it could we be won't. before watchman we, we won't know <laughs> until we actually see it i'm i'm yeah. looking forward to it I, i'm gonna look forward to it with bright eyes and be like bright yeah and, what a, and a bushy tail yes um, what about a bushy mustache yes i'll go with bushy mustache yes mustache. i have i have lots of comic books news to yeah talk go about. for it and it's actually the the two the big two. Oh, oh okay so have you guys heard of dc convergence no no it's i guess it's a thing okay it's one of those random it's i guess it's part of Sort of part of multiversity, sort of kind of. Okay, really. like the tail end because I know it's ending. I don't know. I I really like make it a point not to follow that kind of stuff. Okay, um, Wait, no, because because it frustrates me. Oh uh, yes, but I have it, heard but, about DC convergence. This where they're bringing back Ted Cord and Booster Gold. Yeah, they're they're basically like, well, let's do kind of Elseworlds book and books, and we'll get artists and write writers together to do like a Shazam book and a Blue Beetle book. That's interesting. And and they're and I don't know how they're somehow tying it into some sort of story that I don't care about. Uh, But uh, but I'm pretty (laughs) excited because crossover. Isn't crossover Uh, one word? uh, Crossover event is two words. (laughs) So the thing I'm really excited about is that they're getting uh, Jeff Parker, who Mm -hmm. did Batman 66 and written a bunch of stuff. Him with uh, with Evan Doc Shaner to do a Shazam book. Ooh, okay. And and so Shaner's style is very similar to Darwin Cook in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he does a lot of work, but he doesn't do work for DC typically. But he always draws pictures of Shazam on his blog. He's a huge Shazam fan. Mm-hmm. And he finally gets to. Uh, like, and so do it. from what I've read of the story that they're gonna do, it's gonna be sort of a Shazam fighting steampunk robots mm-hmm. huh. in the forties book. Mm-hmm. So there's no awesome. possible way that I could be bad. I'm like <laughs> that's incredibly well, excited. That's like, no, that's like, no. that's like okay, that's let's be great. All The dedication in the book might as well say to Ryan Roop. Basically, yeah. yes. <laughs> there's only two things to make any book better. One is anthropomorphic animals and the other is steampunk. I think everybody <laughs> yeah. likes those two things. So, so other awesome. things that are taking place in this Convergence series, which is um, has been announced, but I don't, it's... I don't see dates. It's mm-hmm. twenty four fifteen. At well, some that's point. funny because I don't see race. Ha ha! I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I'm ignoring. Joke. I'm just ignoring that. Joke. I was anyway, just making fun of the way uh, you said things. Brian Bucatello and Phil Winslow doing a crime syndicate book. Okay. Um, Scott Lobdell doing a Blue Beetle book. Lynn okay. Wayne, Dennis Ooh. Cowan, and Bill Sinkovitz. Not no, Little Wayne, Len, oh. the creator of Wolverine and Swamp Thing. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, them doing a the midget with the nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that midget in that love triangle we talk so much about. Oh man! But him working with uh, Bill Sinkovitz uh-huh. on a uh, on a detective comics book Ooh. featuring a version of the Huntress that's Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle's daughter. Yes, I've heard about this. From that. That's, that exists in an alternate universe. And uh, Booster Gold Tail by Dan, I don't ship them by uh, Dan Jurgens. Okay. Uh, also, I guess DC One Million characters will be making appearances. Oh, DC One Million! So, so that sounds like, like a lot of lists of it, things I'm not you know going to read. You know what it sounds like? It reminds me a lot of Edge of Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, it does. But it does. they're but they're doing it with established DC characters. Which, be speaking of that, we also got some some props from some creators on uh, on. Oh on some yeah, books and a, lot stuff. Of, a lot of creators. Reached Sam Bosma said he was sweating, <laughs> drawing and sweating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Sam Bosma. So Sam Bosma is officially working on. 
fantasy sports. Yeah, yeah we talked about we that. Talked last about, okay, did we talk about that? Okay, you said something about Sam Bosma. Sam Bosma. Yeah. I told you the. Yeah. Are listening and sweating? We love collect you. some in a vial and send it to us. That's weird. Don't That's do that. Gross. No, please don't, don't. do that. Uh, Four Color Fortress, P.O. Box, uh, Juneau, Alaska. P.O. So, Box eight five four seven eight. That's I, not how that uh, works. I was looking for a new wallpaper the other day for my computer, uh-huh. uh, and I was like, "What's it like?" An artist. I read all these comic books. There's got to be like one artist like in like probably has a cool wallpaper. Uh-huh. So I looked up Sam Bosma, and uh, he's got a Tumblr or a blog or whatever yeah, it is, does. and uh, he draws a lot of things on it. And I'm like, "This could be cool. That could be cool." And then I found out that he has done a couple different versions or reimaginings of Pokemon trainers. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the original Pokemon trainer, Red, uh, his rival, Blue, and mm-hmm. then Gold from the Gold and Silver games. And so, needless to say, I saved all three of those. <laughs> uh, Red is currently in my background. He also did a version of Link from Legend of Zelda. That's the oh, yeah. All of them are fantastic. That's what you're telling I me about. I also learned... You can he, buy prints from him on the internet. Which is awesome. He did uh, the artwork for the poster for Streetlight Manifesto's last tour. Oh, I'm a okay. huge Streetlight fan. So Sam Bosma and Streetlight together on like one poster. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think we've put it off long enough, guys. Oh, wait. No, oh, one more thing. One more thing. The other, well, the other news that I'm, I know uh, you're trying some, some, some Marvel Comics news. Yes. Uh, so Marvel. there's, there, it, there's two different books. The first one is... Squirrel Girl, oh, yeah. being done by <laughs> Ryan North, who mm-hmm. did Adventure Time and who writes Dinosaur Comics. That okay. could be good. And uh, uh, Erica Henderson is doing the art, which is really cartoony and makes perfect sense for a book called Squirrel, Squirrel Girl. Girl. Right. Uh, yep. But the other book, uh, two of my favorite creators are working on a Marvel book. Uh, <laughs> it is so being happy. drawn by Joe Kionis, who yes. I, I can't get over how great his art is. It looks great. Uh, and it's being written by Chip Zdarsky. Yes. yes. And what is it, Ryan? Say it the name. Howard the Duck. Oh, I'm so excited. Yep. Howard the Duck. It looks ridiculous. I was equal parts mad Look. and excited because I was like, no one's, I gotta jump on this Howard the Duck thing. I yeah. gotta start writing a Howard the Duck story just to, to have one. And then it's like, right. hey, we're gonna do this. I'm like, son of a gun. And it looks like he's like a private detective. Yeah. 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 He's like a Marvel detect, private detective. Oh it's, gonna be, it, it's gotta I'm be. Well, hey, they're There's giving, no way it could be. That's gonna no, be no, it's for, gonna be campy and terrible. That's gonna be first Prince territory when, when that comes out. That's for sure. I would say, you don't like Chip Zdarsky? What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. As first Prince? Yes. I mean, here's my issue, yes. No. But first Prince? Well, it's, a, it's a graphic novel. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> no, an ongoing. No, it's a graphic novel. I thought, okay, I thought okay, it was one right. thing. Oh, I, th- I was under the impression it was a I thought it was a graphic novel. They're drawing, yeah, drawing a book because they showed like a picture of a book. I don't know. We'll find out. Chewie only had one nipple pinch for that one. But I love Chip Zdarsky, yeah. So, yeah, that's. So, I think you've held off long enough, though, unless Chewie, you have some comic book news before we jump into the movie town it's USA related to the suggestion that I got for preacher. Oh yeah, go for it. Do you guys know that they're doing a, a TV adaptation on AMC for preacher? I heard about this. This yes. is something yeah, they're attempting been, for another Yeah, they've been talking about time. that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh Wednesday night they got a pilot order mm-hmm. for oh. uh for the series or for the show. And do you know who's uh producing, writing and directing? No. no. Who? Batman. <laughs> uh Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hey, I'm going to write this preacher character here. This going to be real dark. Uh, real dark. I like Garth Ennis. I was a Green Hornet. Comic books. Comic books. Why does Seth Rogen sound like Grover from Sesame Street? Because <laughs> he does. Because both of those things I love, Grover um, and Seth Rogen. I want to give those both hugs. So... 
Yeah, let's see. So uh, here, here was a uh, quote. Uh, no, it says it's going to be an ongoing. Oh, it is going to be an ongoing. Oh, I didn't know that. Here, here's a quote that Rogan and Goldberg go. said, Arms who, three. again, are going to co-produce, write, and direct the pilot. Um, Preacher has been one of our favorite comic series since it first came out. Uh, Garth Ennis is one of our idols, and it is an incredible honor to be working on, on this. We promise not to make too many certain types of jokes and ruin it. <laughs> certain types of jokes that also is the name of a book that Garth Ennis has written. I'll let you guys figure that one out eventually. <laughs> In any case, preacher? Um, yes, preacher. We okay. won't make too many preacher jokes. Um, <laughs> so they will start production and filming and um, it'll be ready for uh, consideration in summer of 2016. All right. Well, there, so you, there go. you go. We'll take a look at that when that comes out. Okay, guys, movie news. <laughs> So, let's Movie talk. News. We'll, we'll we'll start out. We'll Star we'll, Wars. Let's talk. Okay, let's. Well, let's talk about that. You talked about the Star Wars. Star Wars is coming back to Marvel for comics yes. now. They're leaving Ooh, Dark that's Horse, right? And uh, there's there's quite some news on the Marvel comic. Ryan was telling us how many copies have been pre-ordered for this Marvel comic, like a million, which is like which is which, which is ridiculous a huge amount. a huge deal because it's been kind of a long time since any single issue of a comic book mm-hmm. has gone is a this, million issues is this just people like time. hoping that the new comic is going to give us an, a look on into like what's going to happen for the movie no because I, I can tell know. you 100% it will not I went to a panel actually at oh. Comic Con uh, a Marvel panel and they talked about this yeah. and they talked about there's going to be three different series launching uh, one is just called Star Wars and it takes place directly after A New Hope so oh, it is in between A New Hope and um, and Empire Strikes Back. I'm okay with that. Additionally, there's two other series that are launching uh, that both take place after A New Hope. One is called Princess Leia. It's a five-issue miniseries. Wow. Um, and the other one that is launching that I'm actually really excited about, and I cannot wait because I want to read it and bring it to First Prince, uh, Darth Vader. Nice. <laughs> so there's going to be a Darth Vader uh, miniseries. It's like literally what happened after he, his TIE fighter went spinning off into space. Isn't Kieran Gillen writing that one? I think so. I, I don't remember who they said was writing it, but it was some pretty big names from what I remember. But yeah, dude, Marvel, Marvel getting Star Wars back. It's been a long time since they've had that. Long before any of us were probably born. Yeah. Maybe Ryan. Ryan might have been alive. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. <laughs> you were you were a baby. At he's, the he's wearing his Millionaire Falcon shirt. He is. He uh, is. Yeah. Um, million speaking bum, very bum. briefly, I mean, we have a lot of um, a lot of movies. Kind of maybe not superhero, but more nerd related uh, when it comes to movies. Before we get into casting, there's a lot of awesome trailers that have been dropping. I know Ryan and That's I. That's true. Um, Ryan and I talked a little bit about Star Wars trailer, uh, but I haven't really heard your guys' uh, stuff. Super yet. Action Bros. Yep. Listen I, every weekend. <laughs> every weekend. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, what do you guys think about the Star Wars trailer? What do you guys think? Soccer ball robot. <laughs> Soccer ball robot. Did you guys hear about how they're announcing character names? They have no. started announcing character names using screenshots from the trailer and putting them online as pictures like the old Star Wars trading cards. So they're putting the names of the characters. With like, like for example, I think they said the name of the one character is like Flynn or Flint or something. This is Flint's in trouble. And it shows the, the dude in the stormtrooper outfit like in the desert. Yeah. So that's how they're revealing the names of these characters. Oh, I think it's an inter- interesting kind of a cool way to do it. Interesting. Um, but There's yeah, Star like Wars. Way too much hype for this movie. It doesn't come out for another year. <laughs> I don't care, man. That movie looks awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for Star Wars. Also, Jurassic World. Yeah. 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 And also, we didn't really mention on Super Action Rose, but the Terminator yeah. Genesis. Have you seen the trailer Ooh. for that? I've not seen the trailer. Seems uh, it weird. looks It looks freaking fun. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks weird and interesting, and like they're just gonna do this whole 
timey wimey thing. Yeah, I, I'm impressed with how much the girl that they got looks like Linda Hamilton. And it's uh, I believe it's the girl yeah. who plays uh, the young lady. Uh, what's yeah. her name? Uh, I can't remember. Where am I? Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Her name is Khaleesi. Her name is Khaleesi. 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 Um, Khaleesi. The mother of dragons. Mother of dragons. Breaker of chains. Breaker of chains. Yeah. <laughs> and and eight other titles she gives to herself. Amelia Clark. Them. Amelia Clark is her name. Yeah. Um, That's one of the titles she gave to herself. Yes. <laughs> Amelia Clark. Yeah. Breaker of chains. Um, but nailer of people. It looks as though there is. I will tell you this out. Show. Have you not seen the trailer for it, Alan? Have you seen the trailer? No, for it? Not for there trailer. is it's, another T one thousand in it. It's interesting because. Oh <laughs> man, come on! The Liquid Terminator. Like Terminator was one of those things where, like, I've only if you seen were 13, Terminators one and two. Like if you <laughs> were thirteen through sixteen when that when Terminator two came out, you were all about the Terminator. Terminator two is outstanding. Uh, but I mean, let's put it, let me put it this way. And I'm sorry, Chewy, but mm. I have never been metal. <laughs> I'm just not a metal. Neither you know what I mean? I'm, I'm made of flesh and bone. I, I don't just think like that you, you know this, you? but I think that you are because you love Deadpool, and Deadpool is pretty metal. Is it crazy? And, guy I, and I think that you are. Yeah, yeah, I think that you are too because there is iron that's in your blood, so you're at least a little bit metal. Unless you have sure. an iron deficiency, in which case you're not. Magneto could easily kill us all. That was so bad it hurt. More <laughs> in any case, to in me, case. it's interesting because it looks kind of like it's not quite a reboot. It's not quite like. It looks like the same sort of thing that they did with. Uh, X-Men, Days of Future Past, and the sort same of. sort of thing they did with yeah. the, the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah. They're like, well, we're going to make a new movie, and it sort of references the old version, but yeah. no, yeah. but it doesn't, but it does, but it doesn't. But it kind of interacts, but it doesn't. Yeah. 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 It's, it's weird. So I'd be interested. I'm interested to check it out. Apparently, apparently uh, Matt Smith is going to be in there, doc, doc, the doctor That'll himself. be interesting, yeah. Well, he's um, not the doctor anymore. No, he's not. No. Okay. The doc, the eleventh doctor, yeah. Ghost of Doctor's Past. Yes. Um, yeah. and was it the twelfth? No, no, he was the eleventh. The twelfth now. That they, no, most current one is it? the uh, War Doctor. Not gonna mess with the numbering. So you will not screw this up for me. Don't let John Hurt mess this up for us. I love John Hurt, but yeah. Anyway, okay. So let's talk about superhero movies. So we have some like official castings. Yes, we do. Well, why you? Why don't you go for the Marvel? We already mentioned Benedict Cumberbatch. We better mention Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, and we finally and fan casting be gone because it's official alan i'll let you say it say it <sighs> ryan reynolds gonna be deadpool yeah, yeah. ryan reynolds gonna be deadpool hey, alan <laughs> alan there's gonna be a deadpool movie yeah. and right Ry- yeah, now we have to add that deadpool we have movie we have to, yeah there was already a first one we have to add on to that now it's not just there's alan there's gonna be a deadpool movie there's a call and response it's alan there's gonna be a deadpool movie and you have to go chewy and ryan reynolds is deadpool and it's a back and forth now as we get more information that back and forth calls i have to tell all of our listeners because i told you guys but i'm still so excited that i went back and i watched the trailer four times and it made me laugh every single time it's just God, it just nails it so well every time. <laughs> Can we t- and we also have some um, some uh, DC casting as well on the other side for Suicide Squad. Uh, oh yeah, yeah right. Suicide Squad. Some casting. really interesting casting. So going on there. Jared Leto is the Joker. What do you guys think about that? Discuss? Okay, first of all, Ryan, because I didn't have a chance to discuss this with you. Yeah. Why and how would the Joker be in Suicide Squad? I don't know. Why not? I, 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 don't, not I don't. I don't think he's in the Suicide that's Squad. That's the question. I think yeah. he's yeah. in the movie. But I, I mean, like because Harley's in the Suicide Squad and he's gonna try to get her to do something. If you I, watch, I, I feel like it's a cash grab because there's no yeah, maybe. unless yeah, he has something what to do. Are. Okay, that's fine. But the point is, unless he's uh, integral to the to the overall arcing plot, he's not anybody that's be willing to be hired. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, you're he's, right. He's not the type of character to be manipulated in any no. sort of way. I, I feel like I feel like they're if they're gonna do the first movie that ever has Harley Quinn in it, they gotta have at least a little Joker. Yeah, yeah, but I think they her would just origin make is so tied to the Joker existing 
that uh, well but come on can you imagine a film executive being like well we're making this movie about and one of the main characters is harley quinn oh who's that oh she's the joker sidekick well who's the joker in the movie well, you know, Joker's not in the movie. How can we have a sidekick without without the Joker? Who's going to be the Joker? Jared they can Leto's just make illusions and say, oh, sidekick yeah. of the Joker. Well, let me ask you this. What do you guys think about the casting of Jared Leto as the Joker? I think he could pull it off. Uh, he he's has that kind of, of like the, very He looks thin, creepy, yeah. He has thin-faced kind of, I don't know, for lack I, I of a better like word. I he's going to be a very Scott Snyder Joker. I've, yeah, either that or kind of like, I mean, not Mark Hamill, but he's going to have that, that old-school yeah. Joker look. He's not going to have more... that, that Heath Ledger Joker look. He's going to do something different right. than that. Which means that we may see Ben Affleck punching punching Jared Leto in the face at some point. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the fact that Deadshot yes. is going to be played by Will, Will Smith. Smith. I like that. I don't know about Will you. Smith has been I don't, a lot of very I good don't see that happening. I like it. I, I like that. First of all, I like that Will Smith's like first, I, I'm going to say first superhero role and so help me if someone in this room says Hancock, you're going to get punched. Um, or the movie that I fell asleep in when I went to go see it on 4th of July with you and Nick. The movie that, the movie that when I went to go see it, I never leave the movie to go to the bathroom, but I was like, this movie's awful. I'm going to leave yeah. and go to the bathroom and not, and not go number one either. <laughs> that tells you how badly I hated it. The movie was so bad. It initiated a bowel movement. It's true. <laughs> Well said. Well said. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't come out with a second one. They call it Hancock Poo. Uh, I went there. Um, all right. Was, so that was bad. I know. Uh, uh, all right. So we have Harley, uh, who's being played by whom now? Uh, I can't remember the name of the, the young lady, but she's the lady, the girl from The Wolf of Wall Street, um, who's playing Harley. We Quinn. have Deadshot. We have uh, we have Tom Hardy in there as Rick Flag. Yeah. Okay. See how that goes. <laughs> you like that? Tom I love Tom Hardy. No, no. I mean, as Rick. Flag, I, I mean. Yeah, no, I, I can see, see that. Uh, he's he's going to need more hair. I don't know if this was a joke or true, but I, I read somewhere that... They, I don't know. I, I'm hoping this is a joke. Yeah. But I heard someone say Amanda Waller and then say the name Oprah. I heard that too. <laughs> oh, that was... That's not I'm true. I'm hoping but. it's a joke. Um, but they also... Who else? Captain Boomerang's going to be in there. They've kind of finalized the lineup. Captain Boomerang will be in there. Deadshot will be in there. I don't know if they had Death, Deathstroke, and I don't think so. No. We know Lex Luthor, too. Lex, Lex Luthor, yeah. Well, we talked about that already. Rumored, yeah. Well, we talked about that already. No, Margot Robbie. No, he's, he's already been Harley cast, Quinn. though. He's already been cast in. Well, I don't know if he's going to be in. I don't know if they've announced he's going to be in Suicide Squad. Oh, no, I don't think he's going to be in Suicide Squad. No, 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 no. I don't know. But uh, this all takes place in the same universe. Ryan I'd Gosling? Uh, no. no. Nope. No. No, no, no. That's no, no. Never mind. Anyway, but yeah, Suicide Squad. That movie. was a rumor. Casting. That Good was times. a rumor. My fault. Good times. Good times. So. I feel like it's only appropriate to take out this comic book show with news of a comic book. That's true. Yeah, good. I agree. So, guys, one classic movie followed by another classic movie. Uh-huh. Yes. The Bill and Ted duo. Uh, Bill and Ted are coming to this. comics with Bill and Ted's triumphant return. It's <laughs> going to be a miniseries by Boom. Oh, they officially announced the title yes. of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be uh, a miniseries uh, on Boom. Um, it's going to be, um, I forgot who writes it. Brian Lynch writes it. Um, and the the penciler or the artiste, as you will, will be uh, Jerry Gaylord, who did the art on Loki, Ragnarok, and Roll. Oh, cool. oh that fits. Art. That yeah. absolutely fits. So it's going to be a little mini series, and they're going to be going back in time trying to. Uh, Wait, there's time travel in yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. But Wait, there's more than one phone box yeah, that travels through time. It's gonna be awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I am awesome. so. You know, it's not gonna. No, it's not gonna Wild be awesome. Stallion. Do you know what it's gonna be? Excellent. <laughs> oh man, that was my. Uh, when I heard about this happening, I text all the boys and I text them a picture of a uh, one gif of Bill and Ted saying excellent, and then I waited a few seconds and then I text them another gif of them going. Me, me, me. 
<laughs> like from the same scene. Yeah. It was it was a fun time. And Alan Did enjoyed you know it. that that's not the first Bill and Ted comic book? That, no, uh, uh, what? No. I didn't know that. There was a 12-issue series called Bill and Ted's Most Excellent Adventures in 1991. Oh. Yes, that was also, was also a cartoon series. I remember I had the toy. I do I remember the cartoon. Phone booth. Yeah. Yeah. I had a Bill and Ted phone booth toy and two little Bill and Ted. Uh, Bill and Ted. I, I loved Bill and Ted, like, like crazy amounts. And also there he is didn't. a second movie which revolves around Bill and Ted being 40-somethings. Oh, or third movie? You mean a third movie? Third yeah, movie, the, the, yes. That, third movie. Is, it is in the works. It uh, is in the works. Keanu Reeves yeah. and uh, and Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex both Winter. Back. Oh, Being in their forties, yeah. and I think it's from what I heard rumored about it is that it is going to go through the history of rock and roll. Sort of hoping that at some and point in the near future, there. every movie that comes out in the year will be a sequel to something else. Uh, <laughs> we'll have no original movies. <laughs> what, will be Oscar, what will the Oscars do? What will the Oscars do, man? <laughs> there are going to be lots of movies. The problem is you have to go to an indie house to see them. <laughs> and then what if all the indie movies are just sequels all to Little Miss Sunshine Royal, 2? Royal Time Bombs 2. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We can see Science of Sleep the 2. Memento <laughs> 0. The, the Darjeeling Unlimited no, Revenge. No, yeah, it's no. Re- me- <laughs> Memento Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It'd, it'd have to be a prequel because <laughs> the first movie's uh, Okay. It's true. The Phantom Memento. How do you do a sequel <laughs> to Captain Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> you do a prequel. Captain, we've been captured by pirates again. You're really bad at this. <laughs> broken flowers, too. Even more broken. <laughs> you do an eyes wide, sh- good movie. eyes wide Shut 2. Eyes Wide Open. <laughs> Rated R. Um, all right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap us up for four-color commentary this week. But before we go, we want to give you a preview of the books you're going to be reading next time. Um, so for First Prince, I'm going to go and let Alan introduce this. So, Alan... Return of one of your favorite series. We're reading part two. What is it, Alan? What are we reading? We're finally getting around to volume two of Scott Pilgrim. Woo! It's entitled Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Which oh, hey, is, there's a movie about that I one. I know. The yeah. movie's all the books. Oh, okay. So this is going to be uh, you know, part two of joke. six. So, so. We, we part two. So if you haven't read part one, go back, read Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. And then uh, join us for part two next time. So we also are going to bring individual issues for Here's My Issue. So let's go around the circle and talk about what we're going to bring for that. Uh, Alan, what were you like? What are you going to bring? You guys, uh, I don't, you you probably won't have known this, but a couple about a month, month and a half ago, there was a huge uh, landmark in uh, in manga. Uh-huh. Uh, manga Nar- time, huh? Naruto. Oh, yeah. Ended. ended. I heard about that. It ended, you guys. That That's the thing that's been going on since I was in middle school. Wow. <laughs> and that was a while ago. Yeah. So... For in, in honor of that, I'd be I'm like going if they to, ended the Green Lantern. Yeah, well, they're not that much, but mm. um, <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to be bringing. Uh, I don't know how much of this I'm going to be bringing. It depends. Uh, it might be quite a bit, so put your seatbelts on. But that being said, it's uh, Naruto, written by uh, Masashi Kishimoto, uh, and we are going to be jumping into that. So you can figure out hopefully what all the hoopla has been about for the last 14 years. Hoopla, Naruto. There's ninjas in there, right? There are some ninjas or ninja sort of like there's like people. there's yes. like metal headbands. Uh, there are ninjas <laughs> and uh, orange beasts, outfits, right? And and nine tailed foxes and uh, people with oversized weapons. I've always Lots been interested of to check weapons. out Naruto, mm-hmm. but uh, I've, I've not had the chance to. Yeah, so I uh, will force it down your throat. Awesome! I'll I'll gladly take it. <laughs> that was no sexual and then no stop talking. I yeah, I'll, I'll cut this. So Chewy, what are you going to be bringing for uh, next time? I'm going to bring a book. Called the Life After okay. number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and that's actually out on Oni Press. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't look like a metal book when you look at it. It's all bright and colorful. Wait, it's on Oni Press. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm bringing an Oni Press book. Okay, so so far we have Scott Pilgrim Oni and Press. Naruto <laughs> with Shonen Jump, and then another Oni Press book. Yeah, worry. 
I'll bring it back to the big two. So, there you go. <laughs> so it's called The Life After Number One on Arnie Press by Joshua ha- uh, Hale Filkov. And mm-hmm. the art, you're going to love this, Ian. The art is done by Gabo. <laughs> Gabo, Gabo. Gabo, Smithers. Gabo. Smithers. Garbo is coming. <laughs> awesome. Yes, All right. I'm excited for that. Let's check. We'll check I've, that out. I've heard of this book and I've seen yeah. it. It looks really cool. I'm really yeah. excited to read it. Uh, it's I, also, if yeah. I recall correctly, pretty metal. All right. Ooh. I'm going to be going ahead and bringing in other big two books. So I brought a DC book this time, which means Marvel book this time. Uh, so I'm going to bring a, a book from big two. Uh, Alan has already uh, broken the show in with this character, but I'm going to bring a slightly different version. Uh, it's a comic that recently ended about probably about six months ago, but um, it's an alternate take on a certain well-loved superhero. I'm going to bring the superior Spider-Man number one. Oh yeah. Uh, written by Dan Slott, uh, artist Ryan Stegman. For those of you who don't know what that is, just to give you a brief preview. Wouldn't it be weird if Dr. Octopus got in, it was, became Spider-Man by being in Peter Parker's body? We'll see what, that, what happens with that. What? <laughs> weird, right? Yep. <laughs> wait, that's like it's... Ah, ah, we'll play next time. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you seriously not know what Superior Spider-Man no, is? No, I do. It's just... We'll talk about it. <laughs> I have feelings about it. All right. Well, All you right. can express those next time freely. Well, Brian, what are you bringing? I'm going to bring a comic book. Uh, I'm bringing a book that uh, I am very excited to be bringing. It's called Capture Creatures. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we finally get to read it. Yeah, and it uh, it actually just came out. Uh, the next issue just came out, too. Issue two should be on the shelves by the time you hear this. Uh, it is written by Frank Gibson, drawn by Becky Drysdat, uh, and it is just cute as all get out so i'm very excited about you that can't, you can't see this but while uh ryan is holding this book like reading like the title and like looking at you know making sure he's pronouncing everything all right like alan is like just completely looking at it like a kid like looking at candy being like oh I want that. he's got grabby oh, hands even before he was doing the grabby hands like trying can, to be funny like the, the look in his eyes where he's just like i want like why can't i have that toy and actually my <laughs> i just got my copy signed this week <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for another issue of Four Color Commentary. Don't get your fingerprints uh, all over it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I know how to read a comic book, Ryan. All right, oh, fine. fighting. So that's going to do it for the end of this issue of Four Color Commentary. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. You're welcome. Uh, and we want to remind you to come back next time. The only podcast where we believe Superman can deliver more gifts than Santa Claus on Christmas Eve because he's Superman. Come on. I'm Chewy. I'm Ian. And I'm Ryan. Alan's dumb. Stay near mids, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.